Cal William Marshall was born into a minor noble family and after a lifetime of loyal service was given land to honour his dedication to the crown. But Cal Marshall would not get to enjoy the retirement he had earned. For his very own father-in-law bamboozled him into leading an expedition to Caldonia, a cursed, frozen waste, abandoned long ago by both men and gods. While William was frustrated with this turn of events, he was also a man of honour, so he had no choice but to take on the task to the best of his abilities. He assembled a team to help him explore and tame Caldonia in the name of the crown. The first was a mysterious tattooed arcanist from faraway Metaba called Yaramir. Next he recruited an enigmatic half-elf who was an expert on cold-weather survival, but also treated all humans with contempt called Ferris. The last team member was a master climber who was also currently residing in prison, known as Grimes. With his team and equipment assembled, the expedition set sail for Caledonia and glory. They arrived to cold reception, not only from the land itself, but from the garrison of the fort. They learnt on arrival that the cook's young daughter was to be shipped back to the mainland after having snuck aboard a previous ship. The child was so distraught, however, that she jumped off the rowboat and into the freezing ocean. Grimes decided to be a reluctant hero and save her from the grasp of the freezing waters. Once Grimes and the child were warmed, the Kells team was introduced to the important garrison members and given a brief of the current situation. They were told that their first task would be to reduce the snowballed numbers in the area. The party, other than William, were not used to the strict military procedures used by the garrison troops, which led to some friction, and William wisely decided to set out on patrol sooner rather than later. They set out into the snow-bedecked land, where the weather was more dangerous than the fierce creatures that dwelled there. After some time, the patrol stumbles across some tracks, which are too large to belong to snowbolds, and so they decided to follow the trail and see what had left them. Turns out the tracks belong to a pack of gnolls, which the party decide to ambush. The battle is brutal, but eventually the gnolls break and flee. But the party pursue and cuts them all down, except for one, which they take prisoner. The victors loot the fallen gnolls, only to find that gnolls don't carry much in the way of wealth or useful equipment. Dejected, the party returns to the fort, prisoner in tow. What dangers lie in slumber beneath the snow? Will the party ever be able to requisition anything? Will they find glory and riches, 
or death and failure? Let's find out now on Frozen Frontier. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Frozen Frontier. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Good. Quite good. Yay! <laughs> I think we may have half the party pulling Orion and still listening to the recap. I know, so let's make it really it? hard for them to listen to the rest of the recap by talking nah, loudly nah, over nah. everything that's happening. I, I already, <laughs> it's finishing, guys. <laughs> uh, so here we are with Frozen Frontier and a doggy. Oh, it's a cute doggy. Oh, it's a good dog. He's not a good dog. He's going to town on his little dog bed. <laughs> did, he, did he solve the mechanical puzzle required to eat this morning? Oh, yeah, he's done. He's done with his breakfast. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> so this is the we point... We proposed that all people should have to solve a mechanical puzzle in order to get their morning breakfast. We think it would it would solve a lot of problems. Or I, yeah, I'm in problems. favor of this. I might just starve to death. <laughs> <laughs> Says the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is normally the point where we do the recap, but we've already had a recap. So um, let's just do a quick check-in with you guys on your real lives, and then we'll hop into Frozen Frontier, which is going to be a slightly shorter session than normal. I think we're going to do like two and a half hours instead of four. So uh, let's just go in order of the cams. Greg. Hey, uh, I've been doing everything but... Uh you know, important stuff like uh, apartment hunting and things like that. I've just been screwing around. I've been playing Persona 5 because it's addicting as hell, and I beat Final Fantasy 4, which was great. Yes. Reading Ready Player One, which I'm not in love with at the moment. We'll see. We'll see if it gets better. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't? Is that what? Oh, uh, well. I mean, it's it was an amusing read. It's quick, right? Yeah. So no, no complaints there. I it's am just, kind of blowing through it. It's just It just felt like fan service after fan service. It was just like, ah, I get this reference. I'm in the in crowd. <laughs> you like, like video games, don't you? Less seriously yeah. and like full into like tropey bullshit. It's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Like underneath all of the references to 80s pop culture, it's just it's just a typical hero's arc. Yeah. Save the girl, defeat the bad guys, be the hero. Mm. So that and on that level it seems pretty pretty tropey i guess i guess i'm thinking like let's just like really lean into it right let's just become sword art like let's just yeah. do it. Go. Oh, God. or like just become never go full sword art no. <laughs> <laughs> please don't go full sword art i can't i can't do that again oh god uh, uh, Greg, you're going to be running our shenanigans campaign in about three hours, aren't you? I am. Apparently, you were in the middle of planning when you realized that I would, was wanting to run. Which, uh, I, I mean, you can talk about that if you have, like, a full campaign you, like, planned for all your, your friends. No, like, I gotta plan some shit for... I always have to plan things, so if I... I've done all the planning for shenanigans this week, I just don't have to plan for next week. Ah, you know? there you I go. Just... okay. Alright, solid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any clues for what we're up against this today in shenanigans? Um, I mean, yes. The great pizza caper. Oh, okay. All right. I, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Shannon, this is going to be right after Frozen Frontier. So if you're watching live and you want to see the great pizza caper run by Greg, uh, that's going to be going on. If, if you get depressed by us trancing around in soggy boots in a frozen wasteland, <laughs> tune into Shenanigans for some lighthearted adventure. Yes. Could you say it a little more depressingly, though? <laughs> 
Speaking of depressing, Ryan, how's your life? (laughs) The transitions. Uh, Life is good. It's been sunny and beautiful in Seattle. um, And I am now in California for a wedding. Hmm. Um, Where in the greatest state on earth are you? Uh, Davis. Oh, okay. (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? Uh, Cows. Cows, as far as the eye can see. Yeah, we got we got we got one majestic cow over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, um, cool. Are you uh, officiating this wedding? No, no. But you've done it. that in the past. No, I like officiated me. No, I've like spoken at weddings. I've best man your wedding. But all uh, right, I clearly I'm, don't I'm, know what I'm talking about. Um... I am I am no priest. In many ways, I'm quite the opposite of that. You got five dollars and fifteen minutes. We can make you a priest. <laughs> this is true. Okay. Uh, well, cool. Good to see that. What's going on? What about you, Sean? Uh, it could be better. It's been sunny and horrible here in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It's been. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I've said this before, and I'll just keep saying it every time we do the recap, where I have nothing to talk about. I don't do anything. I just kind of like play games and read books sometimes. That's that's about it. My life. I'm still playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Greg, I don't know what you're going to do when you <laughs> when you get to it. Because it's like, I got to the end of the base game storyline, yeah. and then there's 100 quests between the end of the story and the start of the expansion. Oh and those God. quests are fucking soul-crushing. It's like, Tataru wants tea leaves. Go to the ass end of the world and get her four tea leaves. Uh, and the worst part about that is I hate MMOs. Like, I really do. Yeah. I just don't like them. <laughs> I've never been able to get into them at all. So, like, I don't know what's going to happen when we hit 11 and 14. Yeah. And here's the real fuck you about it, though. The storyline when you get to that bit is better. So if you if you just played the base game, you get like the really boring, just like straightforward Final Fantasy story, go kill the bad guy. And then it gets into like interesting political stuff with um, like refugees and uh, like mercantilism and all this all this weird stuff that it starts going into with Ulda. And then that's where the story gets fun. But at the same time, that's where the quests get really fucking soul-crushing and boring. And it's like, run over here. Now run over there. Now go to the other side of the world and run over there and then come back and you get 4,800 XP. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what's worse is uh, my physical trainer also plays Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was telling me that like he got the game to like, go play the expansion with his friends. Mm-hmm. But like... There is no possible way to fast track through anything. Oh yeah, like, you have to play your you like play everything. 800 hours just to get to like the con- the newest content. Yeah, and being higher level doesn't help because it's all like running around. Like the fights are maybe like two percent of what you're doing in the game. So like you could be level 60, you're still going to be running everywhere that you need to go, and it's going to take you just as long. Um, just upgrade but, your flying mount and bypass all that. That's you can't do a flying mount until you get to Heaven's Sword. <laughs> Looking but, uh, forward to yeah. it. Well, don't no, worry, it's all going to be worth it, though, because they're adding the Red Mage, which is the oh, yes, best I'm thing. I'm starting five, and then I'm going to play Tactics after five. Yes, that's nice. A good, like, good. That's a good, like, juice point, because mm-hmm. I had never played one through five, but I have mm-hmm. played six, seven, eight, ten, twelve, and thirteen, fifteen. So... I, I just started Tactics recently. That game is really good. Oh, yeah, God. so, like, I'm really... I'm, I think Tactics is, a, is after five is a good inflection point. Mm-hmm. I, Especially because oh, five has the job class system, and then tactics continues yes. the job class mm-hmm. system. Yes. I like how <laughs> I, I, I ran into a level on tactics where um, I, it was like it, it's early in the game where you have to like siege these guys in a fort, and I had this issue where like they were they, they would hit pretty hard and they would kill me pretty fast. 
But the AI that you have on your team, you have like the uh, the Algus and uh, Delita, and they're mm -hmm. the AI in that game is just so retarded. So Dude, what I give what them I crossbows, did, I, make them archers. No, They'll just no, hang I, back. No, I exploited the stupidity of them. I had Algus like run up to the door, and then I just had one of my characters run up and stab him in the back to have him die, and they just stood at the other end of the door, so the enemy team just could not leave their fort. And they wouldn't had the cross his body. Oh, or you they left couldn't. someone on the other side so that yeah, they couldn't so reach they, him. Yeah, so they literally could not walk across his body. And then I just had two uh, squires out on the other side spamming the uh, the skill that gets you attack bonus for like 15 turns. And then I just walked in and they one-shot everything. Oh, dear God. And the wor I had to do it because I was having trouble at that level. Like, I couldn't find the a way to do it hard. legit. It's really hard. It's one of yeah. those first things that's really difficult to do because there's not a, there's no room to level up. You have to, like, yeah. go back and forth over Sweetie Woods if you want to try mm -hmm. and get in a battle. And it takes fucking forever to find them. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, also... Like, the animations in that game are really nice for a PlayStation 1 game. Like, I watched uh, the duel between those two, uh, like, Corpse Brigade people. Yep. Just like that one guy makes the lunge that he misses, and the other guy just completely dunks on him. Like, it it looks so good. Yep, sprites are good. Love the sprites. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, let's keep rolling. Uh, Nick, what's up? You look concerned. No, no, just, you know, not getting involved in the Final Fantasy talk. <laughs> Do you not have <laughs> fantasies? Yeah, but never a Final Fantasy. Uh, no, I, I like I like Final Fantasy. I played seven, eight, and nine, but you know, I don't know. Um, been a bit of a weird week, really. Yeah, you were there the night before, right? Yeah, I was there the night before. I haven't been there in like ten years, and then I was like sitting here the next night, and I was looking at my phone. And I was like, "Holy shit!" There's something an explosion there, man. And then it's like blown up into this whole terrorist thing, and like loads of people getting arrested, and there's like. Uh, soldiers with machine guns on the streets. Uh, that maybe doesn't seem that weird to you, but you don't really see guns in England. Mm -hmm. Never mind, like, seeing soldiers walking around with assault rifles. Yeah, you don't really and, see that here. I guess it depends yeah, sure. on where in America you are. But just, yeah. like, the idea of a gun being around is quite scary. Because it's mm. like, someone could just kill me right now. Whereas you never, that really, that, that's not really a thing that you think right in England. Like, I remember being in, in America and just seeing, like, a guy in a cafe with a, a gun on him. And it's just like, holy shit, he could just kill me. Oh, what the fuck? But anyway, that, and then the terror, the, the PM raised the terror alert to critical, meaning that they believed mm. an attack was imminent. Was like, Can you convert scary. that to American? Is that, is that red, purple, orange, or red? Oh, it's red. The top, oh, the top one. Yeah, and then, like, the guy that they arrested, uh, they arrested his brother and that, they, he lives, like, two minutes from here, and the tram I get on in the morning is so busy in the morning, that if I was, like, somebody living here thinking of trying to kill people with a bomb, like, that tram... You could kill so many people on it. I was just like, shit. I've got to go to work still. But so then it's been a bit weird. But it, they they lowered the threat level today, and they've arrested like 15 people. So I don't oh my know. god. Yeah. Well, uh, let's do some Frozen Frontier then. Uh, far, far away from the problems of the real world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys are back in Fort Wick. Yeah. Uh, you we... brought with you your Noel friend. Took all day to get him here. He's still unconscious. Uh, and let's do a quick check on HP. How are you guys faring? Uh, I believe I'm at full. Ferris is at full. I think everyone is except for... I, I am not at full. Nick, yeah. Nick, where yeah. are you? Captain Nine. Marshall? Nine. Right. Out of... Nineteen. <laughs> so quite, quite heavily damaged. So you guys are going to be hanging out for at least five days while... Mm. He recovers. That's great. Or if you want to head off with him wounded, that's fine too, but it will take five days for you to recover uh, well, in the care of a healer. Is he Neil? Mm -hmm. 
with these five days, I'm going to use this this newly acquired dagger that Ferris received from William at the end of last session to uh, fletch four arrows. Nice. You so can... I've got four broadheads that I recovered that I... Uh, can, you, yes. can you fletch me a bolt in there as well? I think you can do like D6 oh, yeah, no a day or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. in five days you can make as many arrow shafts and bolt shafts as you need. Uh, the storeroom does have a supply of feathers in order to create the, mm-hmm. the feathers on the, the arrows and bolts. Gotta fill out the requisition do they have do they have bright red feathers so we can find these in snow? Yeah, do they have like fluorescent orange like phoenix feathers? <laughs> Unfortunately, all they have are seagull feathers. What's rookie mistake. Di- rookie some mistake. dye or something we can use? <laughs> there are no dyes down in the frozen frontier. You could uh, peel. Is there like null blood that's still Phoenix. pouring out of his wounded body? Can I dye the feathers red with his blood? If you would like to use blood, you can, but it'll slowly fade into a rusty color instead of okay. something bright. All right, uh, I'll just I'll just stick with the white. I all guess. right, black feathers it is. So here you guys are. So I'm gonna rest for a, for the five days. I think um, we need to interrogate the null when he recovers so maybe give him a couple of days to recover yeah i think so we're what, tying him up in our room so i might just like keep an eye i on think i i think he's tied up to the post outside but he'll die right uh, not dead. before he wakes up uh, i might. mean if you just plop him in the snow while he's unconscious and wounded he i assume they're putting him up die. to the fire right I, I mean, he's a wounded individual. He's at zero HP. If he's left outside, he will freeze to death. He's, I'm the one he's who's going to be in the room all day, so I'll keep an eye on him in the room. What he's does the ministrations of a healer um, require of me? Uh, Time-wise? I can't give you a too specific answer on that. I'm... Okay, so if I am presiding over William's wounds... And I am helping keep the null alive with my knowledge of anatomy and healing. Mm-hmm. Is that like my entire day? Is that what I'm doing? No, you have time to do other things, especially if you're only looking after a few people. And there's okay. a medic in camp as well. So if you have other things you want to do, there is a medic whose job it is to tend to the wounded. She can tend to like her own people. Okay. You're going to tend to the party? I got William. Charm, yeah. okay. I don't. I don't trust the people that we're pissing off a lot. <laughs> we need to forge better friendships. Avoid the like poison pill. We need. If we're gonna forge better friendships, we need to find better friends. That's all I'm saying. Maybe so, like, the people in the fort need to find better friends. Maybe the problem lies not with them, but with you, you. know. I, I'm just saying that out of this entire expedition, I think Ferris has killed more than every el- everyone else here put together. So clearly, <laughs> you know, they can dislike him all he wants, but he's the guy getting shit done. So fair all point, right. man. Fair point. So I think we should have a talk about what we're gonna do next, right? Because our original goal was to find the kobolds that are attacking the fort. Yeah. As far as we're aware, yeah. there's no gnolls attacking the fort, so we could go no. after the gnolls, but that's not an immediate threat. So- we could- Yeromir has concern about this. And, and idea. Concern one. Uh, you tell me that uh, one got away, yes? I think so, yes. Okay. If there are more than six gnolls in pack, other one will potentially tell chaotic evil friends that strange people are over here and try to hunt down and kill us. Perhaps. But they don't strange. know where the fort is. 
And we are not just strange people. We're strange, strong people with steel. Yes. I think mm. a bunch of savages will think twice about messing with us. Have any of us Especially considered? after that bloodbath. Potentially, yeah. or if his large pack, and perhaps we found scouts who are just fringe society members and are others with, I don't know, real weapons, could be problem. Here is other idea I have. Assuming there is more pack, what if we make friend with Nose? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. He'll hear me out. We need someone who know land. If we intimidate well enough, or are friendly enough, it's possible Noel can tell us where things are. I.e. cave for a possible blizzard, or where good nutritious mushroom is. Well, if you and Grimes, and Faris, if it's your thing, can uh, get the information out of this Noel, then I suppose that would be great to follow those leads, but uh, making friends with the entire pack of them, that sounds dangerous. But if and, it is uh, small how... pack, having trade partner who is very familiar with land in otherwise hostile terrain would be very beneficial. Yes, but there's no way we can trust them. Knowles understands strength. I think he'll get along quite swimmingly with them, in fact. Indeed, Yeromir's strength knows no bound. That was six strength. <laughs> I flex so, and my arm goes like underneath. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so let's how see if we know? can find out how many of them there are. How do so, you plan to acquire information from these gnolls? From, from a race of creatures who live on an isolated continent, do we even know that they speak the same gnoll language as the ones back in Arcadia? Well, that's a good point. Did you hear them speak? Yaramir? Well, correct me if I am wrong, but did Grimes not speak with gnoll previously? Oh, it's Grimes. I nod slowly. This one under seemed to understand my threats well enough. Why is it you know how to speak Noel, Grimes? Uh, eh, there's Noels in the foothills of uh, Wick Lambdo. Spend a lot of time outside of the capital. Being friends with them? No, but enough to pick up, you know. F your mother, and I won't pay your silly and murder your father. Silly no toll. <laughs> are they are they intelligent enough to actually prove useful? Smarter than some men. Can I potentially use my folklore knowledge to like expand on our knowledge of gnolls? Yes, that's exactly what your folklore knowledge is for. It tells you all sorts of things about monsters and uh, the supernatural. Are there actually gnolls outside of Withdrawn Renta? Um, well, Yaromir wouldn't know. He's not okay. a local. <laughs> um, but what would you like to know, Yaromir? I would like to know their... Um, I would like to know their... Two things. Like, do they live in packs? Are they societal, right? Like, or are they mostly just like a group of six of us is like sufficient, right? Or is there like a larger, like more than a pack, more like a tribe? Are they pack animals or are they like a tribe of creatures? Also, like, I want to know like stories about the gnolls. Like, are they all chaotic evil bastards? Are there stories of like good gnolls? Are there stories of, of strange people that traded with these hyena-like jackals? 
All right, I'm PMing you the answers to these questions, so you may lie to your fellow players as much as you like. Okay. Well, Greg, just that. Can I ask what the mood in the camp is regarding this knoll? I mean, we kind of breezed over us dragging it into the into um, the yeah. Into there the fort, is got some stairs. Like what? So it, there is I, surprise I, that you have <laughs> found a large humanoid creature like a knoll, uh, and curiosity. Uh, since you've brought back this badly wounded knoll, <clears throat> and you have these tall claims of killing five others. Uh, no one seems to be too concerned about them. They've got 30 men here, plus the four of you. Plus they've got these walls and a watchtower. They're well-equipped. No one's concerned about the gnolls. They're just surprised that it's here and curious as to what it might know. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's brought it to our room? We're bunking up with the knoll. That's that's what end up happening. I think there's nowhere else, so it's gonna live with someone, and I think it should be us. Why don't we um, get some rest and wait for this thing to wake up, and then we can see what information we can get out of it. So, so you sleep through the stink. Well, let's. Okay. Why don't you guys take your first rest, and we're gonna check in with who didn't we get to last week? I think we didn't get to Grimes. Apparently, I'm next. Grimes, um, yes. what is going on through your head? This is your your first two days here, first three days in Caldonia. You've fought a bunch of gnolls. You've seen your leader almost, you know, badly wounded, not almost dead. Yeah. Um, and you've met this really strange wizard and this really racist half elf. Like, <laughs> is this which is this the bargain you were hoping to get? Uh, this place is bloody cold, and these people are a bunch of loonies. Even Kel Marshall, who seemed to be a reasonable sort, has proved himself to be suicidal. I don't know what his what his uh, what his deal is, but he seems to have a lot to prove and may take us all down with him. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Witches and elves are expected to be queer, but so we'll see. And even the the the, the staff is quite hostile. We'll see if I can. <laughs> Break the ice, melt the freeze, and get in get in cozy with uh, perhaps the quartermaster. We'll see what I can come up to sweeten that deal. All right. Um, are we picking up this? Is this that first night? Yeah, this is that first night. I think everyone has gone to bed because you guys had yeah. just pulled the knoll in that night. I think we've um, got to take turns watching the knoll. I'm going to send you a quick. Discord. I don't know if now is the time to deal with that, Neil. Yeah, oh, let's, let's see what me. it is. Alright, you found some plus five swords to steal. <laughs> you are never going to live that down, are you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> um. Oh my. What are you up to? <clears throat> Can't trust any of you Raga, Ragabonds. We know not what you talk about. Yaromir inherently trustworthy. Yaromir, I am afraid to say that you might be right. You might be the most trustworthy one in the group. Of course, yeah. Any more of that vodka? Always trustworthy. I'm not. I've been lying around all day. I'm not tired. I'll stop. Talk to you during your watch. Okay. 
Um, so the watches through the night go well. There's um, no loss of life on the part of the knoll. It sleeps soundly through it, and you guys come to your next day. Today is the fourth day you have been in Caledonia, and for the first time, the weather calms down. The wind uh, stops blowing, and there's just a very light, gentle snowfall coming down. Uh, It's almost peaceful. The temperature is maybe even above freezing? It might... Maybe not, but it's getting close to the freezing point, and the snow mm-hmm. is getting a little soft. So in the morning, then, when everyone's Good thing we're us. wasting this wonderful weather on your wounds, William. Well, I'm not sure it's safe <laughs> for us all to travel out, but uh, perhaps you could uh, you could go out and do some scouting, Faramir, look for these kobolds, while the weather is safe. Do you want me to scout for kobold? Faris. It could potentially do this. I mean the elf, Yaramir. Oh, it was confused because you said my name. Usually, right. when my name is said, they, you people talk to me. It's different. <laughs> I'm not inclined to go trudging through the snow alone. Well, then don't be bitching about wasting days. Oh. If you aren't going to try and yeah, help, well, me. we'll sit around while your injuries heal. <clears throat> Why didn't you could at least do some rounds around the walls, see if anything is watching us? I'm always watching. I could accompany the elf if we need a quick scout. See it's an immediate area. Perhaps there's some resources. Maybe if we can, if you can see one of those kobolds observing us, then you can uh, get an eye on its direction or something like that. It's possible. The knoll is still unconscious on the floor of our our bunk room. Yes. I'll I'll watch the knoll. I'm going to be stuck in this room all day anyway. So me and Yaramir can watch the knoll. I will sew you up. Uh, <laughs> my fingers are very steady. Right. <laughs> he takes a swig of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need some of that. Yaromir, this is your first day of downtime. Your first day in which you can try and learn new spells. Yes. Um, uh, that's something you want take, to do? That usually takes like a full day of, of memorizing spells. Um, I would like to skip today. I want to focus on using my medical ministrations on the knoll, make sure that it stays healthy um, and hopefully wakes up reasonably soon. And I want to stitch up the wounds and clean them on William. And when that is done, I wish to seek out um, Omni. Amelie? Oh, Amelie. Mm-hmm. Amelie. And uh, the quartermaster, which is named Alicia. I would like to, I'd like to seek them out. Okay. Um, is there anything else that needs to be done before he does this, or can we head right um, to this, guys? I've got some simultaneous. So I, I would, who's the medic? Um, uh, Mallory. Elizabeth. Medic is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll swing by Elizabeth to get my wounds checked out because Yarmir sort of skied me out with the way he described the <laughs> stitching of the William. So I did not of... realize you were hurt, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay better attention to your fighting next time. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I'll heal naturally by the time William's recovered, so not a big deal. But okay, I'll swing by Mallory, and then I think Ferris and I will go out if he is willing. Yeah, I'll go as short as I. I'm. With I think the way the kobolds sh- ambush people, Ferris's big thing is range, right? He's a good archer. Uh, mm-hmm. And with the way that they ambush people, he doesn't want to go too far from the fort. Because, yeah, like, it's apparently a case of, like, they pop up around you before you even knew they were there. 
we've got a cleared area of forest right around the fort, so maybe yeah, we got three hundred yards or so. Mm -hmm. Just sort of yeah. go to the edge of yeah, that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'll I'll go you know a short distance from the fort and like scout around okay. the perimeter. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So let's do a uh, Yaromir. Yes. Which would you like to do first? Uh, let's start with Amelie, the young girl. All right. So I want to I want to seek out Amelie. What is she doing in the in the fort on a on a clear day? She is helping her father, David, the cook, um, make breakfast for everyone. She is going like fetching onions from the storeroom and you know going and getting some salt and running across the open field to go talk to the guy on watch and ask him you know what he wants for his breakfast and she's kind of just like running around doing almost useless menial tasks like they're the things anybody could do but you give it to the little girl so she's got something to do and she's not too bored mm -hmm. and you might make it a little bit more complicated or you give her like inefficient things to keep her busy all day okay cool um <laughs> I'm going to grab her, well not grab her, I'm going to intercept her uh, when she's running through the field, like after she's coming back from um, going and talking to somebody in, mm -hmm. uh, outside. Um, and be like, Hello, Amelie, is friendly Yeromir, how are you on this fine day? She looks up at you. Uh, you're much, much taller than her. You're dressed in these heavy robes, right? You've got, mm -hmm. like, a shaved head with weird tattoos, two tattoos, weird tattoos all over the place, and you speak with this heavy accent. She looks at you with a, a kind of a mix of um, wonderment like and terror. A little bit so that I'm more face-to-face -face with her. Get my, get my scary tattoos right in her eyes, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not intentionally, <laughs> but whatevs. I see, hey, Emily, I notice you are doing work. Do you wish to uh, play? She looks towards the kitchen door and then towards you and nods gently. Excellent. So, I have fun game, but we need things. Have you ever seen, I pull out like a dead um, firefly. Have you ever seen bug like this here? She nods, still not having said a word. All right. Let us go play game of collection. You and me, we shall find as many of these as possible. And after that, we can use them to do arts and crafts. She I shifts, will you many things. She shifts her weight a little bit and then darts inside to the kitchen. Well, this was unfortunate. How could I she have led a fun stick game? Uh, and I then maybe... Her. As you're kind of like, oh, man, what the hell? She comes back out a few moments later, a little bit tentative with a, a bigger coat on. Oh, nice. Excellent. I, like, put the dead firefly away. I'm like, come. We shall go now. Okay. The guard in the watchtower uh, clearly sees all these things happening, and the guy on the gate opens it to let you guys outside into this nice cleared area, but warns you not to venture beyond the tree line, especially not with the girl. I nod my head and say, "Is no problem. We will keep it in sight of, of you. All right. You can go looking for fireflies. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, and I try to make a game of it, right? Like, I, I don't want her to just, like, be doing boring shit with Yaromir. Mm -hmm. I want to try to, like, make it a game. So it's a competition. Like, I got one. And you got two. Whatever it is. Like, however, make it fun. And sure. then... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just go with that. Let's let's. Why don't you give me a charisma check to see how much fun you have with Amelie? 
Do, is that even necessary? Yiromir, fun guy. She's a child, so I'll give you like a, a plus three. Kids are easily amused. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I actually have a decent charisma. Let's see. I have 13 charisma. Damn. Plus three for fun times with Yaromir. How about a 34? Wow. I think a 34 will do quite nicely indeed. Uh, you and Amelie have a blast. You start in the daytime, so there's not really a lot of fireflies around, but as the sun sets and they start to alight in the woods, um, you guys have fun chasing after them, throwing snowballs at the fireflies, then, you know, going through the snowballs looking for the little bugs. Absolutely. Uh, it's a great time. So, um, we do that, and then I take, like, a hand, like, how many, how many total living fireflies can we catch? Uh, probably, like, 10, 12, 15. More than right. you'll need. I'm going to take five of them, put them in my spell component pouch. Okay. Uh, so I, I've got five. And then the rest of them, I show her, like, they're, they're fireflies, right? I show her how to make, like, a little, like, um, like flashlight with them, right? Like, we get them in a jar, and we, we put some, like, maybe not paper, because paper's expensive. We find some, like, bark that's uh, a little bit old, has fallen off the trees, and we kind of mache it onto this so that like we can point the light in a direction and uh, I, I teach her like this and, and kind of show off this this cool trick um, as the like culmination of our fun game alright as Ferris and I are heading out into the woods or whatever yeah. I like nudge him and point to the girl and the mage and like, <laughs> like the girls are out playing outside and you're afraid of a little kobolds as long as we stay within the tree line, I have no qualms with this. Perhaps you'd like to go on alone, if you're so brave. No crimes. I didn't it's think so. Okay. So are you guys going beyond the tree line with your patrols? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I'm I think we're going to be like going along the tree line, but not into yeah. it. I'll go no more than a hundred yards into the trees. So like sort of weaving in and out of the trees as usual, climbing up tall trees if I see a good vantage point. Right. Uh, it's and a- And I guess just do a circumference of the camp. It's a nice jaunt. Nice, nice and slow. Probably yeah. slow enough for Ferris to pick up a tracking check if he can do such things. Yeah. There are no, tr the only tracks to be found are those of the patrol that went out this morning to okay kind of search out. It was led by Joseph, one of the sergeants in the camp. Um, so, the, so the camp does send out regular patrols? Regular patrols. Mm -hmm. Okay. How many men and how often? Well, I get, how many men went out this morning? Uh, eight, eight privates plus a sergeant went out. Hmm. Um, they left at dawn. They hopefully will be back by dusk. Mm -hmm. uh, and they do it every day. They always send a patrol out to scout the area. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's skip to the, the next day, unless there's something else anyone wants to do. I would like to have conversation with uh, Corporal Alicia, if possible. If yeah. not, the next day is fine. Sure. Is that the quartermaster? Indeed. Oh, okay. no. Are you trying to make this private, or is this... Is trying to go... Okay, I'm trying to go myself. Uh, okay, but, yeah, no, go ahead. I, mean, uh, I, I think we all... Did. We've all it's, got... not, it's not like a private thing. Like, if you want to join, like, I'm not going to okay. tell you no. I'm not mm -hmm. going to be secretive about it, but I'm doing it on my own. 
Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, uh, hmm. how are you this uh, fine evening? Fine. What do you want? Uh, we straight to business. It's good. I like this in woman. Um, it's a uh, unfortunately, uh, my companions are uh, less than happy with you, and uh, I can tell you less than happy with companions. I find this to be how you say uh, untenable situation. I wish to build build bridge with you. Sounds fair. Excellent. So, I have two proposals. One, would you like to have dinner with Yerubi? <laughs> two, what could we do to help your job? I know Quartermaster is position of great power, also is uh, also position of uh, great need. What can uh, Yerumir do to ease burden? The 410, 100-pound, 28-year-old sergeant looks at you with a curious eye. Uh, <laughs> this, rec- this request for having dinner together is clearly strange to her. Uh, definitely not what she was expecting. I think we'll all be supping together, as usual. Well, excellent. Uh, as for what I need... I need to maintain the integrity of our supplies, not waste things on people who haven't brought with them the necessities. Completely understand. Mm. Waste not, want not, am I right? Uh, However, I am sure being in isolated fort are things that you need, you know? Uh, Perhaps seal fur, uh, blubber, uh, more firewood. I do not know. Is uh, what can we do? I know. I wish to mend bridges a bit, and I feel like because of our position of explorationers, if you will, uh, we could bring back things that perhaps for the need uh, is means of paying for uh, other equipment that may help us. Also, you are a fascinating woman and would love to swap stories of Homeland. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have many supplies we need, she says, completely ignoring your fascinating woman (laughs) remark. Mostly we can provide for food, firewood, and shelter, but furs can be sent back to the Homeland for a great price. If you can bring back furs intact, not run through by spears or slashed open with swords, they sell for more than those that have been damaged. Find yourself a good club and some small seals, and you should be good to go. Okay. Uh, If you find anything exotic, better intact you can bring it to me, the better price I can get you for it. So first, well, excellent, eh? I am sure that during our exploration we will run across things with fur. To be we honest, will, uh, I'm attempt not sh- to go clubbing. To be honest, I'm not sure how much money people are going to actually find here. It's 
my personal belief is that any sort of civilization that might have existed here is long gone, frozen over, and buried under the ice. I doubt we'll find any gold, if that's what you're here for. But furs, we can find in plenty. Well, to be honest, Yeromir has little interest in gold. And if it's ice you are worried about, I'll burn my last... Oh, no, it's a new day. I have all my spells. I'll burn Burning Touch and just kind of, like, show off the, like, fire that wreathes my hand. Be like, I have ways to deal with ice. We will find what needs to be found. Is that Burning Hands or... Burning Touch. It's a new spell. Dang. created a new spell, Neil and I. Mm Mm-hmm. She looks at your hand with awe and surprise before she catches herself, like, openly gawking and replaces the mask of authority that she has carefully crafted for herself. I'll, I'll kind of snuff it if possible. Or, or if not, my hand will just burn with fire for, like, a minute and a half. Sure, you can. Yeah. I think you probably have a way of snuffing it, at least by shoving it in the snow. That's probably the way that you, you snuff okay. it. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. It, it just remains wreathed in fire for a little while until uh-huh. our conversation's done. The first thing I do is walk outside, just like... <laughs> yeah, it's Home Alone all over again. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I say, okay, uh, A will find time to go clubbing with friends. Bring back <laughs> uh, In the meantime, I look forward to dinner. Uh, perhaps uh, I will talk with David. We will get compact. Yes. And then, uh, I, I guess that, that'll end our conversation, unless she's got more. Sure. I think this I is have, a... Oh, yeah? I All have right. a quick question for the corporal. Yeah. Uh, so, corporal, uh, these gnolls these we encountered in the, um, in the tundra, uh, they fight with the stone weapons. Primitive sure weaponry. Seen, I nod. And I'm sure you've seen the state of their hides. Are any of these things of use to your soldiers, or... Do you want to skin a knoll and wear them for fur? (laughs) Oh, you are freaky. No, no, no. I I meant the the stone arrowheads. Or their crude hide armor. She looks around for a moment and goes, Maybe if things get desperate. We have sufficient arrowheads for our needs for now. But I suppose if something happens with our resupply ship and it doesn't arrive for a while, or it sinks, we, things might get bad enough that we could use stone arrowheads. Hopefully it won't mm-hmm. come to it. Yeah, I think we should see that that next right resupply ship brings with it plenty of steel. Mm. Well, if you have money for it, if you have found some sort of wealth to trade back... Look shiftily... We'll, we'll see what I can what I can arrange. Um, is there a way? I assume with undercommon, there's a way to drop to like see if someone speaks it without exposing yourself. Like, is there some yeah so way to drop hints in the conversation to undercommon or thieves can't can be kind of considered slang. So if you want to be yeah. talking about something, you could drop in a word or two, and if the person uh, understands it, then they'll go with it. And if they don't understand it, they might be, act a little confused. So it's it's a fairly mm-hmm. easy thing to do to see if someone kind of picks up on what you're slinging. Yeah, I'm just curious if she has a, if if she I, yeah on the off chance that she would uh, be hip to the lingo. Uh, what what sort of looking, things looking are you trying deals. to drop in there? 
I mean, I'm, I'm right now, I'm, I just want to gauge if she can, that's what I was asking if there's a way to ask if someone right, so, but thieves Yeah, gauge. yeah, but you would need to give me a, a specific example of something you might be dropping in so I can give her an appropriate response if she does understand it. I have no idea. I'm, I'm almost thinking that there would be some sort of, like, like if you, like, I don't know. What is like, yeah, I, I imagine like there's, there's got to be a signal, right? Because you don't know who speaks thieves can't, and you want to find a way to, like, covertly yeah, like our, ask. Yes. So I was like, that, yeah, I'd like to ask if she's, you know, uh, I don't know what the what the term is. She in, seems in this confused world. by whatever you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we take our first break right here, and when we come back, uh, the knoll wakes up the next day. So when we come back, we can okay. see if you guys can figure out how to interrogate this knoll, and what information he might have for you. I do have a free non-weapon proficiency. Torturing anyone? Let's hope not. If not, oh well, I hear gnolls taste great when stir-fried. And with that, let's go to our break. See you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Frozen Frontier. Uh, we're going to do our check-in with Captain Marshall, also known as Kel Marshall or William Marshall. Um, what does your wife affectionately call you? Out of curiosity. William. William, okay. Yeah, Are we yeah. sure it's not Marshy Poo? No, no, there's no... Uh, uh, I was going to say Willie. There, there's like no cutesy-cutesy stuff. There's just respect between the two of you. Exactly. Don't talk about Willie's Willie. Oh, big Willie! <laughs> big Willie! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, so, spending the day locked in this room with this knoll, um, William's got a little bit too much time to think, and he's going, keeps running over the battle in his head and how he manages to miss all of these attacks. And um, you ever hear old people complain about like their knee when, when it gets cold? Mm-hmm. So like, the cold is sort of... It, he, he's really feeling just the general aura of cold. His bones are stiff. And every time he swung his sword, it was just slower than it would have been back home. just feels like he's, he's really feeling his age. How old and, are uh, you? 40. Yeah. And the, the the cold's getting to him, and he can start. He's, it's like he can he can feel all of his old battle wounds again. The, mm. the, the, you know, he can remember where he got stabbed in the leg, uh, where he was like you know slashed in his right arm or whatever. And he he's um, can feel the wound he took fighting the knight that killed his his uh, his like master that knighted him. So he's he's he's, I don't know, he's, he's pretty upset. He, the first mission hasn't gone that well personally for him, but it was successful for the group, so I think he's trying to just put it behind him. Okay. Focus on the job at hand. Alright, so I think that's a good recap of you. You guys pass the night um, uneventfully, and in the morning, the knoll wakes up, or as you guys wake up, the knoll seems to be awake on some level. All right. It's awake. Wake up. I'll, I'll wake everyone up. Okay. Uh, crimes is... Grimes is sleeping. I'm probably already awake when you try to wake me up. I tend to do this um, before people wake up, as to not seem too weird. Um, but I am naked with a small mirror out, and I'm like examining all of these strange tattoos in this in this mirror, and in, like almost deep contemplation as you as you go around waking people up. I think I don't mention it. Okay. Sort of acknowledge it and try not to remember what I've seen. <laughs> Ferris Grimes. is probably <laughs> Grimes, wake up, you lazy fucker. Ferris is like probably just kind of using your dagger to carve some words into like a little slat of wood that he has. And 
just kind of uh, and keeps on doing what he's Are doing. Are you carving things in common or in Elven? Elven. Okay. Is it important what you're carving? No, I think he uh, he probably writes poetry. To be honest. Is oh, okay. Well, one of these check-ins, yeah. we're gonna have to get some Ferris poetry. <laughs> All right. All right. Prepare for next <laughs> next session. Um, so, so Grimes finally wakes up <laughs> to sleep again. Um, yeah. Grimes, we need we need you to interrogate the null. Uh, mm. Let's woke up. I like look off the edge of my bunk. Is the knoll like on the floor? It's Have we tied the, it up? It's on the floor. It's tied up. Uh, okay, but you I can probably... see one eye is open and looking around the room. Ah, <clears throat> oh, morning, bud. Um, it probably slips out in knoll as like a horrific gurgling in the back of my throat. <laughs> yeah. The knoll locks his one good eye on you. I do like a like I start to like slide off the edge of the bed head first, looking like <laughs> I'm gonna fall, and then I like catch myself and tumble onto my feet, okay. and land next to the knoll and sort of squat over him. Mm. Look at this creature! Ugh, you stink. He remains quiet, but is the whole party is the whole party gathered around? Yeah, and as you wake up and look around the room, you find Yaromir um, completely mm-hmm. naked, uh, examining himself with a small mirror. I'd probably pause for a second. Not that the naked man, although I guess to the outside observer, who knows what's in Grimes' head, but he's covered in tattoos, right? This, is, this would be the first time know. that I've seen seen him in all his glory. Yeah, and yeah. if you're taking a look at him, he's got some weird stuff. He's got like this band that goes around his waist that ends in a fish. He's got these like tentacles coming up his leg. Uh, when you can see his back for a moment, he's got these like big shields on his shoulder blades with a tree in between them. Uh, there's all sorts of interesting stuff on him. Pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> What's it saying, Grimes? It hadn't said anything. <laughs> what are we? What are we gonna do with you? Sliding back into Nolish, mm-hmm. Nolan. Noel is good enough. Norwegian. <laughs> I like that. Norwegian. That's good. Does it respond? Yeah. Uh, it looks up at you and says, and it's kind of a low tone. Where are you from? North. Across the sea. Where are you from? South. Across the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Were you you in the the thing in the water? The the big brown thing with the white squares. The ship. Yes, that is how we came. Have you not seen one of those before? He chooses not to reply. Mm. Yes. Ask it where in the south. Uh, where, where does your tribe live? What happened to the rest of my brothers and sisters how many brothers and sisters do you have there were seven of us before you rained down on us that was that was all of them 
there's no brothers and sisters back at camp. Back at back at your fort. There are more. But what happened to those that were with me? <clears throat> some lived. His head some, slumps a some, little. Some died. It is, it is the, the way of the world. Uh, he hangs his head kind of in a, a state I of sadness. He, he's, so he's like sitting cross-legged on the ground now? Like he's yeah, he's, bound, he's like right? slowly gotten up so he's sitting cross-legged. Mm -hmm. uh, I think his hands are probably still tied behind his back into a bedpost or something so he can't really move around. He, he seems somewhat crestfallen about the death of his brothers and sisters. Seems even beasts can feel emotion. I shrug. Did you find out where his camp is? And how many there are? Said there were more. Not specific. He seemed most concerned with the seven. How How many... So those, those seven you were with, those are your brothers and sisters? Those are your brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Members of my pack, yes. And at home, there are more. You have seen our home. I like gesture around to, to our to the room that we're in. It's very small. You've, you've seen <laughs> my God. You have seen uh, my pack. <laughs> Look sideways at Yarnir, like, inspecting his own mm -hmm. ass crack with a mirror. <laughs> Tell me of yours, and I, I'll sit down across from him. Um, he launches into a long story. I'm just going to copy and paste it to you, uh, and he goes on and on, and you'll just have to shorten it or recap it for the rest of the people. Sure. Um, Can you make so, some arky barking noises while I read through this? Or do you want to tell the rest of the... Uh, no, I'm going to have part. conversations with everyone else yeah. while you're reading it. Right. So they're having this discussion. He Grimes is clearly getting this this story from this knoll. Uh, and I think Yormir finishes inspecting his tattoos and memorizing okay. or whatever he's doing uh, and kind of snaps out of his trance. Seems like he's talking. Oh, good. I did not realize he was awake as I, like, shrug on my heavy coat. What have we learned so far? Mm, it's from a, a fort to the south, and there's, there's more than the ones we fought. Mm. I thought we might have as much. Uh, stories of gnolls tell that they are primitive societies, uh, but pack animals through and through. Uh, they are also fiercely loyal to their packs. I imagine it will be hard to extract information about his uh, friends, his, his pack, without uh, some compromise. Perhaps it would be wise when Ryan is, or I mean, I do not know who Ryan is, what am I saying? Uh, when, uh, when Grimes uh, finishes extracting whatever this is to find their enemies, uh, perhaps they would yeah. be more obliged to help us if, uh, or at least let us know their location so we can backstab them. Uh, if we deal with their enemies first. They might know where the kobolds are around here. That's a good point. Also, I think it is in best interest to see if he will serve as guide. It would be very nice to know of local places nearby to fort where we can find quick and easy shelter, perhaps uh, food if necessary. 
whatever survival needs. Uh, Elf Ferris, you are survivalist, no? What uh, what type of thing do we need find? Sorry, can you say what are you looking for again? Uh, like okay, so like survival skills, right? Mm. Like I said, shelter, perhaps like places where like food might be in there. Like what else do we need survival wise from this knoll? Because I feel like this is an invaluable resource to expand our potential knowledge of the area. Uh, probably like, because uh, I don't think we know necessarily what good means of subsistence are, especially if we're out, if we want to like extend our expeditions out, right? I I'm talking to Neil here, I guess, because I'm not quite mm -hmm. sure myself. We probably need to know like the kinds of things we can hunt and what we can live off of, like what's safe to eat, what isn't safe to eat, what's yeah, realistic for uh, rations well. down south. Yeah. I think about now is I, when the null finishes yeah. up his story to Grimes. I, I stand up. And turn and like rejoin the party. <clears throat> well, well, from my estimation, there are likely several dozen gnolls in in the region, fragmented amongst various tribes. Um, at one point, they were all one tribe of maybe forty-five, but they have since uh, since fractured and war amongst themselves. Um, he alluded to a great wall in the south. I don't know what he means by this. Perhaps some human structure? Mm, that but, sounds uh, interesting. Before the, the wall, you mentioned a war between the gnolls. Hey, yes. hold up. I do not believe it is human structure. Uh, gnolls are primitive. They probably do not understand the idea of construction as much as they do natural occurrences. Could you find out if it is perhaps mountain or large natural formation before we assume it is civilization. And how far I south, find... Grimes, if you can? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, bud. Um, what is what is this Noel's name? Did he give a did he give Nash. One? Nash. Kevin Nash. So Nash, this great wall you speak of, it is it is built by men or nature? Mountains? Not, not built by the horsemen, no. Horsemen? There were horsemen here? Long, long ago, before the Great Frost. Hmm. Um, and Was then kind of without provocation, he launches into another story without, you know. <laughs> it's turning out to be pretty useful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the Noel mm -hmm. goes on and on about something. Just kind of this barking, growling noise in the background. So, uh, um, this guy belonged to a large pack of Noles, about 45, you said? And then yeah. they split? Is that what I heard? Or am I making things up? Yeah, so, like yeah. 45. War between the gnolls could be used to our advantage. So 45 was the whole pack in the region. At this point, they're fractured, warring amongst themselves. They've probably been reduced to far less than that number. Okay. Especially well, it, with the ones that we've slain. It sounds mm -hmm. like his pack is all but defeated then. They'll well. Conquered by one of their uh, other packs. Well, we? let's consider this. Should we help his tribe in gaining control and dominating the other packs? We'd have an ally here in the frozen wastes 
We could potentially use their village as shelter. They might take us in. This is good idea, almost as if was suggested before. I'm wor worried about empowering these gnolls and bringing them back together. Yes, they hold quite a grudge against uh, the horsemen, they call them. I think the, the, the men who ruled over this land. Grimes, ask it about the kobolds that have been attacking the fort. If he can lead us to them, perhaps we can set him free. Uh, Nash, are there any <clears throat> lesser beasts in these lands that you that you and your people rule over? Kobolds, Pack perhaps. Pack rats? Kobold. Oh, he says, been... kind of recognizing, maybe it's a, an old word in his language. He kind of nods with a, a familiarity, but not quite a certainty. Nice. Kobolds. Pack rats. Yes. Nash, will you show us where these pack rats live? Do you like to hunt pack rats with me and my tribe? They live everywhere. Many burrows hidden. They disappear as quickly as they show up. Could you take us to one of these burrows, or they they move, they shift with the snow? He kind of nods. They move. They have many burrows. You never know where they are at any given moment. They just kind of show up out of nowhere, assaulting small patrols. Cowardly creatures. The moment that things turn against them, they scatter and flee. But fast and small. Well, Nash, what are we going to do with you? Let me go. Free me. I translate this for the, for the party. We can't just let him go for nothing if he can take us to the kobolds. I think it's very reasonable to consider setting free. Uh, I agree we probably need more help, but if we can somehow create ally out of this, uh, perhaps this would be best for, for Fort, uh, even if he's tenuous ally. I agree with the tattooed one. You'd have us make an ally out of violent creatures such as these. How could we ever trust them? We live I don't know. How could I ever trust you, William? You're only human, after all. I don't believe you really do. And yet here I am, living amongst you. You learn to live with it. <laughs> I propose this, William. Uh, is not ally of great trust and friendship, but one of convenience. We live in violent time, in violent place, where weather and wind and famine are as likely to claim life as blade. Mm, as much use as we can get from them, the less likely we are to uh, die of non-warring ways. We'd be putting ourselves in great danger attacking a pack of 12 mills. For what? Surely anything we need from him we can get now. Well, perhaps if you pull your weight a little bit more in the next fight, it shouldn't be too difficult. We handled a larger force with me doing I most of the work. I stand back up. Watch so the sauce. It seems the reason they have uh, ventured to this great wall in the south is in search of human treasure. Ah, he, he tells okay. me, he speaks of, of steel that they've I'm brought back from this great wall. Now that does sound interesting. Perhaps he could show us to the wall. 
I'm still not clear on this on this one. It, it sound, did you did it sound like a mountain, you know? There a mountain range? Or... You have the information you have. If you'd like to ask him questions to clarify, you may. Can you find out how many days away it is? <clears throat> All right. Um Nash, how far is the Great Wall from here? How many How many suns? Depends on weather. Hmm. Uh, he gives a, you a rough estimate of maybe 80 miles. No. He doesn't do it in like days? No, he okay. gives you a, a mileage. So that's, that's what, like five or six days? Depends hmm. on the weather, man. If no. it's... In, cal in calm weather, we're maybe doing like 10 miles a day, I think. Uh... If it gets worse, no, that's quite a trek. Probably too far to go without better gear and shelter um, along the way. Some yeah, kind of do... sled that we could pull. If we get a sled, we can pull much more in terms of rations with us. Right. So this is a conversation so... that I was having earlier this week uh, mm -hmm. with regards to snow technology. Things like snowshoes, sleds, skis, dog sleds, that sort of thing. You guys come from an area that doesn't know snow. You don't get snow in the winters. Maybe your mountaintops get a little bit of snow on them occasionally. But most snow-based technology is something that hasn't been invented yet. Uh, clearly, you guys understand the concept of dragging. Like, if you toss your shit on your shield and haul it behind you, it's easier than carrying it on your back. But building, like, good winter running sleds is going to be something that's beyond you until it's gets invented in somehow. And the process so here, to invent here, those sorts of things will rely on the services that you bring to Caledonia. If you can bring in a carpenter or a blacksmith or someone who is adept at building things for you, they can come up with new gear, which we would recognize as like a sled or a sleigh or maybe even like a dog team with your sleigh. Do they really not know about... Like, aren't sleds fairly basic technology? It's basically like a cart, except it's... But you use, go. like, you know, runners instead of wheels. Yeah. But in an area that has never it. seen snow, like, you would never use a sleigh in a, in the grasslands or in mountains, right? It just... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a concept that is foreign to you. Because you've so never been in snow. Except for you, Ferris. You're the only person who's ever spent snow. snow. We don't know snow, but we are in a land where there are multiple intelligent civilizations that are living day-to-day -day in snow. We can pilfer that technology, right? Yes. Rather than rather than try to invent a sleigh, which I think is a little silly. Yeah. Uh, right. Why don't we just go kill some kobolds and steal their technology, right? Kobolds are weak. They're not physically strong. They have to be able to survive. They have to be able to carry gear around. They're gonna have ways to move faster to carry their gear. Let's go steal the like enemy technology. Let's I can work with that. It's not. Yeah, my my big concern was how because if we if we know that technology but our characters don't, there's no organic way to discover it. But if we literally steal and pilfer the technology, like we get technology like loot, I can work with that. You can get technology like loot, uh, and there as you bring it as you bring in wealth, you can upgrade <clears throat> your fort. You can bring in carpenters, blacksmiths. All sorts of things. Yeah. And those people okay. with those expertise, when they come here, will be able to invent new technologies to help you. So, but seriously, uh, like, a sled or skis to move around quickly, like, that shit will be in these... Like, intelligent civilizations that have lived their whole lives in the snow will not have mm -hmm. figured 
that. Right. We'll, we'll right. not have survived by not knowing how. But the point is, right. so, but the point is, we'll need an expert carpenter to construct that. Or right, or, or you we'll can steal, steal it from the kobolds. Right, right. You really, I think you're overestimating these kobolds. I don't think so. Faster. Okay, then we'll steal it from the gnolls who have low to average intelligence. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they Honestly, this knoll might know something about it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. So we well, still need to rest. Hold on. Grimes, ask this knoll. His tribe travels great distances, right? Further than we do? Yes. How do they do they... it? What do they subsist on? How do they carry their supplies with them? Uh, you know, what, what do yeah. they subsist on, I guess, to be the big... Because they didn't have anything yeah. that they were, like, dragging around with them, right? So they must travel Nash, light. Nash, tell me how your, how your tribe uh, rules this tundra. How do you how do you range the land? How do you move quickly? What do you eat? He starts talking to you about the birds and the mm -hmm. caribou that live here. There's a lot of okay. seals around that make for. I'll, I'll translate yeah. this as it comes up to, uh, to Paris. He talks about birds, the natural caribou. creatures that are here. It's mostly birds, caribou, seals. And, and I get the impression uh, that they move on foot. Like he wasn't wearing snowshoes when he brought them in, right? Right. The his he says his pack moves on foot. But he does mention a word that you are unfamiliar with as a means of transportation. Um, that hmm. other that the, uh, the the southern pack uses. He considers himself part of the northern pack. Yeah. But he has mentioned that the southern pack has pack is the word we're looking for in that. Yeah. Yeah. The southern um, tribe has so the southern pack has these things that they is use. Is this Bo Bokasa pack? Bokasa's pack. He nods. Bokasa. Mm -hmm. They they ride. Are these beasts? Trees. They ride trees. Hmm. Is uh so Musa is your your chief? Your Musa's top dog. Musa. Musa is Musa <laughs> Alpha. That's... Hmm. So this is all. I, I assume you're translating this more or less. Uh, more or less, yeah. Who is Bokasa? I I stand Leader up back of the sleep. Uh, Bo Bokasa is uh, a fierce knoll in the south. The kinslayer who broke their pack asunder. He is uh, an enemy to this one. I'm not mm. uh, a prisoner on the floor. Um, if we do run in with uh, Nash's pack again, perhaps we may... <clears throat> broker a deal. If we offer to help them defeat their their enemies in the south, we may be able to for, forgive the slaughter of, of yesterday. Perhaps trade. Perhaps trade. If, uh, if Nash and remaining pack assists us in uh, finding and eliminating kobold threat to fort, we then assist him and pack in eliminating Bokasa Kinslayer. Do you translate about the, the the thing that they use to transport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because maybe that, you know, we could go down there and kill them and take whatever they're using to transport and then at the same time be helping this yeah. goal out. Do we really want to bring these packs back into it? I mean, we, why yes. not just go down and yeah, we just slay, go on this, sort of... slay this Bokasa and take his steel and his sled? Why yeah, not make just... an ally of these people? <clears throat> Could do to have more friends here in the south. I just, if we're going to go fight this thing, I'd rather. I mean, one yeah. is maybe all right, but if there's more of them than us, then things could go sour if the battle takes a turn. 
Let's be honest here, Grimes. This in the twenty minutes we've been speaking to this knoll, he's already made himself a more worthwhile character than this harpy of a requisition officer. It's true. Overall, <laughs> seems... Alicia is a gorgeous woman. Do not speak so ill. The, the I, truth is somewhere. Harpies are all quite good looking. That's in how they catch you. Harpy. Hold on, let me visit folklore and brain. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> Harpy is good looking. Never mind. She does not screech like Harpy, however. <laughs> uh, are you sure about that? I've talked to her a few times. Screeching <laughs> seemed to be the, the norm of our conversations. But I'll take your word for it, tattooed one. Did Nash grunt something? Uh, no, but his eyes are starting to close. He looks like he's been exhausted by the this communication effort with you. Mm-hmm. He's, all, he's on the edge of death's doorstep anyway, so this yeah. conversation is kind of tired. I'll begin administering medicine and cleaning him up as best I can. Yeah. Grimes, why don't we offer to bring Nash with us to fight this uh, Bukasa or whatever his name is? Well, I think we should... I mean, Nash is just a, a grunt. We should speak with this uh, Musa. You think Nash, I agree. Nash is alpha. Might as well make... Might as well make the offer to the whole tribe, rather than go d- I find that when you I, secure payment for the job before you do the job, people are more likely to cough up after it's been done. So, reading between the lines, I think we butchered Nash, the, most, the majority of Nash's tribe. Yeah. In fact, I look back to Nash somewhat sympathetically. Musa may have been the big one you slew the other day to, uh-huh. to Ferris. Nash is licking Yaromir's hand as he wo- attends to his wounds. <laughs> I scratch him behind the ears. Did, uh, Does that make me the new Musa? Can there only be one? Did uh, were there any distinct? Did you notice any distinguishing characteristics of that? Uh, Other than his size, uh, did I notice anything, Neil? Did he have a weapon? Or... Give me a uh, give me a charisma check, Sean. See if you sure. can pick up any <laughs> details. That's a that's a great stat for me. Twenty six. Yeah. Um. You know, there's something about him. Maybe it was a uh, he had a, a purple spot on his neck. Everyone else is like, you know, maybe white with brown spots, but he had like a, a slightly purple mark. I I'd say this. he carried the same pompous stride as William does. Would not surprise me to find out he's their leader. I kneel beside uh, Yaromir and next to uh, Nash. I give Nash a little scratch on the chin. Nash, did uh, <laughs> is Musa? Uh, Pack leader, he he have a purple patch on neck. He shakes his head. No. no. Was Musa with you yesterday? He shakes his head. No. All right. No. Musa with the rest of pack. Go. All right. Well, look, I st- I still need a few more days to recover. Yeah. When you continue your discussions with Nash, and we'll head out to his pack, and then plan to help them conquer the the other pack with the transportation items. Maybe we can make an, an ally so that we can spend a night there to recover if we need to in the future. You wish to bed amongst dogs? Well, I don't oh, see what much else they would be for use. They would be for us, but they have shelter. Very well then. I pull out needle and thread, and I look at you, Grimes, and I'm like, "Tell him this will only hurt a little bit." Now we can sewn. <laughs> the knoll doesn't seem to care too much. Uh, Either way, we need to rest up until William is strong again, and I yep. believe it would behoove us to let this knoll heal up as well. Wouldn't do us good to have him die on the journey. Agreed. So let's, uh, I'll get like back wet. to sleep. 
It smells like a wet dog in here. I'm gonna get some fresh air. Apologies, have not had a chance to shower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's keep the game rolling then. Was there anything else that you guys wanted to do in the next four days of downtime? Yeah. Has anyone um, on the fort heard of the Great Wall? Nope. Is that you you ask piece? around and no one knows what the hell this Great Wall is. They tell you it's oh. a kind of good movie that's a little overblown. <laughs> uh, so if I stand on the uh, you know the southern wall and look out as far as I can see, what do my elf eyes see, Neil? There's no southern wall, right? This is a, you'd climb up the watchtower, likely. Oh, uh, that's true. Right? Is that correct, Neil? There's no like wall. There's no. There's way to a wall around the, the fort. There's a, a palisade wall. I can see is out to like the mountains, a, right? Is there a? I mean, the watchtower is the place to look from. It's the best place mm -hmm. to see yeah. from. Okay. So uh, this is what you can see. You can, can we see, not see mountains in the distance. Uh, yeah, actually, that that's true. You would be able to see mountains in the distance. Let me reveal a patch of mountain to you. Um... Is the weather, like, quote-unquote calm today? Do we have any way of knowing that? The weather is light Shit. today. Light? Light, yeah. Okay. The Great Wall is a far way away. I'm just trying to figure out how the weather may or may not affect visibility, right? Because it was much worse last time. Uh, yeah, the, the stronger the winds, the worse the weather, the lower the visibility. Today's a light day, so there's some decent wind, maybe a little bit of snow blowing through it, uh, but it's mostly kind of empty wind right now. Uh, everything was wet from the previous days, so it's all sticking to the ground. Um, yeah. How many Why years ago... Oh. How many years... Uh, how long ago was this land plunged into, I guess, that's like 1,500 years ago. 1,509. Right? Your so calendar these, wow. starts from the date of the apocalypse, yeah. okay. which when Caledonia so, froze over and Arcadia split apart. So these horsemen that Nash was talking about were people 1,500 years ago. Yes. Okay. 1,509 years ago. Okay. So yeah, should we, should we skip ahead the, the four days and then head out? Sure. I think in the four days, we have something to do with Yoramir, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, I continue administrating medicine as much as possible, and I spend the rest of my time in, like, meditation and contemplation of my uh, many tattoos. Um, and so the first day, I, I spend quite a bit of time looking at my leg, and there's this, there's this constellation of arcane tattoos that twist and turn, and if you look at them just right, they kind of seem to coalesce into a jackrabbit leaping off your left foot and up your shin. I attempt to, to master the, the arcane secrets of, of this tattoo. That's tattoo number 31, right? Uh, that is tattoo number 31, yes. Okay. So, you are going to spend a day doing this. Give me a, a check, uh, a spell learning check, to see if you can learn it. All right. Um, and then if it is of a, an appropriate level and you can learn it, then it is yours. Perfect. Uh, so that is a pass. Uh, then, yes, you do learn the spell. I'm just going to add it, it to your list by is putting it, an Is it jump? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is day one. You have okay. three more attempts. Um, so the next day, I, I get my mirror out so I can get a really good look. Um, and uh, I want to look at, on the top of my head, there's a constellation of tattoos uh, that kind of form this odd circle cap that's been shaded by short lines on top of my head in this constellation, I would like to spend the, the next day learning or, or, or contemplating that one. That's Tattoo 28? Uh, yes, yes okay. it is. Give me a learning check. 
Uh, that is a pass? That is a pass, but you do not learn the spell. Ooh. Mark it with uh, tried and failed. Okay, okay. And it's okay. a higher level than you can learn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, do, you, so... do you not actually know what the spells are that you're learning? Uh-uh. If you ask me, I can <laughs> tell you. Perhaps. No, but I mean, like, when you choose to learn them, do you not know what it is? No. That's cool. So yeah, it is. You, no, this, this system is fucking awesome. Uh, there was another one I wanted. Where was it? Could you still learn spells from a spellbook if you found one? Uh, we'll deal with that later. Why don't we <laughs> let that be future problem? Uh, so this is day three of four. Mm -hmm. uh, the last one, or the, the one I want is uh, tattoo 11. There's a constellation of arcane uh, glyphs that uh, form kind of a light shining through a prism and splitting apart on my left thigh. Mm -hmm. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make me a roll. Uh, that is also a pass. Uh, a and a fail. Damn. Uh, okay. Have you have you got one of a pocket with some sand in it? Because that's probably a good one. Uh, you're gonna want to <laughs> uh, kneel. You're gonna want to hide that again and put the X and try. It. Oh, whoops! I put the X in the wrong one. Whoops. Yeah. I'll I'll do my best to forget to about forget that. Forget that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good and job. then the last day, I just choose a random one. Okay. Roll me a D forty four. Absolutely. Uh, spell number 20. You have already tried spell number 20. Uh, why don't we go spell number 21 then, since it's the next one I haven't tried. Okay, and make me a D100. Absolutely. Uh, that is also a pass. Okay, and that is also a spell that you fail. Okay, Jeez. cool. <laughs> but it only takes a day though. Yeah, right. one day per right, spell, regardless of spell. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alright, can I can I heal myself back up to nineteen now? Yep. Alright. Um this is the, the twenty fifth is the last Hello. day that you guys are resting and healing. Um and it's another light day out there. Really lovely. calm and peaceful weather. Um and is there anything else you guys would like to do in the fort before you're all fully rested and able to head out again? I think um, just sort of Make sure that the Knoll knows the plan. What is the plan? Let's make sure uh, the Knoll knows the oh, plan. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I think let's just meet up with this. I guess Grimes is the one who can talk to him. So I yeah, guess, yeah, at some point in the next days, I will bring him into the plan. Uh, I will tell him that my uh, my pack is intrigued at uh, at these tales of uh, Bokasa the Kinslayer and the the curse that he has brought uh, upon these lands. And it would be interesting and helpful. It will help kill Bokasa? <clears throat> we may be interested in helping Bokasa. Yes. Uh... <laughs> yes. You strange flat faces from far away with your... He looks at your uh, to your weapons at your side. Your mm -hmm. strange metals. So sharp. Mm -hmm. So strong. Mm -hmm. How's the weather on this day, Neil? Uh, this is the next day, the day after you've healed, you mean? Uh, do I have to spend the... Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the day, day that, that you are ready to head out is light weather. Okay. okay. So, so Nash, um, do you think that Musa would be uh, interested in this arrangement? Would he be amenable to some sort of temporary alliance? If we are willing to, I will show you to Bokasa. Bokasa? I will show you to Bokasa. 
he says he'll okay. So are we just going straight there without? I propose. I propose trade. I propose he show us kobold, play them in exchange for help with kobolds. We will fight and kill Bokasa. I. So I don't think he knows where the kobolds are. They. Yeah. They pop in and out of the snow like a whack a mole. Whack a snowball. What other what? trade would be good for us? What do Friendship we need? With his, with his tribe. Shelter, yes. Ask him for a good place to hide from great powerful ice storm. And if he shows us good place where we can have good shelter, in exchange, we will fight and kill Bokasa. This will help us range farther and deeper into a frontier. Of frozen. I think the reward is that he'll show us where the wall is once we've dealt with Bukasa. Well, we will know that anyway, no? I don't think so. This... Grimes is leaning back, letting the party bicker and not really not translating much of this because there doesn't seem to be a consensus. Um, I'll it... chime in. So... That, that would be. It's If he can find a shelter to the south, that would be. An acceptable arrangement. Do you, do you know of a shelter to the south on the on the way to the casa? If the wet, if the weather picks up, we need to take shelter from the storm. Is there a cave? He seems hesitant to answer your question. But he things, slowly are nods. These, are these things secrets? There is shelter. Cave by the sea. Is this where your where your tribe hides? He where shakes his head. Hides? No. Is there danger? No. Let's let's just get on the road towards his tribe. If he can show us this cave on the way, then that's a benefit. But I think I want to be doing something. And right now, this is the best lead we've got. We are here to find old treasure and old human settlements after all. This I, know, is the I don't know if he's taking us to his tribe. I think he wants to lead us to I like you, his kinslayer. I will I'm happy. say, Noel's known for being very, very uh, sanctity of pack, fearfully loyal. Mm-hmm. If perhaps possible, he fears we wish to slay pack. I, I, I agree. Let's, for that. let's just go straight to this Picasso with the knoll, with this knoll, and kill them, and then see where we are after that. Sure. I want to All stop right. by this this cave of his on the way, though. We do. If it's so far away to reach Focasa, we need some sort of shelter to take. I should be filling out requisition forms for supply. <laughs> How um, many days supply we need? Uh, good question. Uh, Neil, actually, looking at the watchtower, I assume we're setting out tomorrow from when this conversation is happening? This is the probably that early morning. You could set out okay. today if you wanted. So I, I want to look yeah. and see what the weather is going to be like today. All right, oh, yeah. It is light weather today. Give me a survival check and see if okay. you can't get a forecast of the future. Uh, what is that again? Is it perception? Mm, it's probably willpower or something because it's more than just weather foretelling, right? Uh, let me check. It's all survival put together, so it probably will. Uh, efficiencies. 
Survival. Should be on your character sheet. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I probably wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I've got twelve in that, so I believe it's probably wisdom it's plus intelligence one. based. Intelligence oh, okay. zero. Look at that. Oh, that makes much more sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So give me an int check. Uh, Seventeen is a fail. So you're looking at the weather out there, and you can see off over the sea, there's some chop. There's a lot of white caps coming up, but if you look mm -hmm. out over the land, uh, you can see the overcast clouds kind of breaking up. So you're getting mixed signals. So you're not sure okay. whether it's going to get worse or better or remain the same. Okay. I'll, I'll so, tell that uh, the weather is, is uncertain at this point. It could go either way. How far is if we're going to set out, now is a good time to start. Right. I would like to cast an omen reading before we go. Ooh. Okay. I, Tell I us again what you used like to cast with. With my, with my bones and, and sticks that are intricately carved. Um, and I cast them and I ask into the, the arcane void, um, will we reach the um, will we reach the knolls without weather issue? And it's a yes/no question, right? Yeah. Okay. It's a general a question about a general course of action, and one of the things that you said is like, should we try to attack or wait for the next raid, which is fairly specific. Um, so if I fail, I get an inconclusive or a false answer on a natural one. Uh, if I succeed, I get a vague answer based on your assessment, um, and then like anything in between is just kind of like the DM giving me whatever he feels like. Sure. Sure. Let me just do some quick math here. Omen reading for me is uh, wisdom minus two, so I get a plus 12 to it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a check. You make it in secret. Oh, right, right, right. Good call. Okay. Let me take you off of this page for a quick moment so I can do some calculations in secret. I think I'm going around gathering our supplies. Uh, so, I'm oh, sorry, your omen reading tells you that the uh, weather will not be your problem. Okay. All right. Okay, excellent. So let's... Meanwhile, oh. Yeah, I was, so, was going to ask Grimes if you know how many days days it is to Nash's, or to this Bukasa. Yeah, I was going to ask. So, uh, Nash, how far is uh, Bukasa's pack? How far will you take us? I will take you all the way. If how you many can days? slay him. Mm, many. Uh, 30, 40 miles. Miles. Okay. If we go okay. overland uh, directly, it is faster, but we run into their territory sooner. If we go along the coast, it is slower, but less likely to be spotted. What has better hunting? I don't uh they're hunting. Oh, Where are you the... You need to find the pelt for requisition officer. We'll make her happy. Let's go along the coast then and we can kill some seals along the way. Yeah, I translate between Nash and the party this bit All about right. the coast versus the overland. 
Um, he tells you seals on the coast have, you know, there, there's seals on the coast, there's caribou inland, but the caribou are uh, less likely to be found than the seals. The seals are the more okay. predictable food source. Coast sounds good to me. I'm sick How inside of sitting in this room. Let's get going. How far is the cave? Halfway? One day? The most of the way. All right. That's good. That sounds good. good. That means yeah. it's farther out for ranging. All right, let's get going. Can we requisition maybe a week's worth of rations? Yeah, well, I want to know the exact amount of rations that you guys have on you. Um, we need enough to get there and back. So hmm. if, if we estimate that it's a week travel there, then we need two weeks of rations. I think the goal is also to two weeks would be good. I think two weeks is good because we also plan to like we plan to live off of uh, not just eating rations. So two weeks is good as like an emergency stock. Good. Okay. Yeah. So that is right. tw- what twenty eight pounds of food per person. Yes. I I can't care that much. I would like um I don't know. Let's see. I'll carry seven pounds myself. I think there's a chance we're going to be traveling lightly encumbered no matter what we do. Yeah, because I I can't even carry 28 pounds without becoming lightly encumbered. Yeah, if so you I think we're... lightly encumbered, I can be... Uh, I can carry... Nine more pounds. I can carry all 14 days for myself while being lightly encumbered, and I can carry another five days for Greg before, while still being lightly encumbered. I can carry 55 pounds worth of food without becoming lightly encumbered. Jesus. Without oh, becoming? No, no, no. Okay. Becoming. While being yeah, lightly encumbered. Yeah, I can do okay. 37 if we're doing light encumbrance. All right, so so we let's can... do that. Chad brings up a great point. We need food for the Null, too. He can eat seals. He can also carry his own food. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't oh, have can, a pack to carry. Oh, I guess he's, he's got can, a pack we, with him, yeah. He can yeah. carry all of our food. I don't can know he carry all of them? He probably could. He's probably got 16 strength and no gear. That's, yeah, just like what he's wearing to not freeze to death if he's wearing any, like, hides. He's got hides on him to not freeze. Yeah. They're, they're kind of so, heavy. But... but he doesn't have any, like, tools or anything. So, yeah, he could probably just do... Just carry more of the food. Okay. Um, he probably, he had a pack on him when you guys fought him and his people. So, unless you left the pack behind, which I don't see why you would, he has a pack that he can throw stuff in. Great. Awesome. So, I can carry 25 days worth of rations and not be worse than lightly encumbered. Okay. I think the goal is, let's see if we can carry, let's, we want 14 days per person. Yeah. Okay, so 14 times, or sorry, it'd be 28 pounds per person, so 28 Oh, if I five. get rid of the 1,100 copper, I'm actually better than I thought. I can actually carry 7 oh, yeah. pounds. And okay, we need to carry 140 pounds in total, in terms of food. Oh yeah, I can carry well more now that I've got rid of the, rid of the copper. Okay. How much oh, yeah, can I not carry nail? Because I can be not encumbered at all and carry 20 days. He can probably carry 70 pounds before being encumbered. So then that's enough, right? So, but 35 Yeah, we need 140 armor, pounds in so total. Can... Oh, okay. If we, if our goal is to not be encumbered, how much can everybody carry before their, before encumbrance? I can carry 10 more pounds. 7.8 pounds. Minus 7.8. Minus 40. Minus 40. How much can the null carry, Neil? I am... Um... 70. 
somewhere so around there. I, I'm looking up the exact numbers right now. Okay, how much so, more can you carry, Grimes? I can carry seven pounds without being covered. Seven. Okay. The Noel can probably do thirty-five. I would guess. So. Okay, so we're we're gonna be lightly encumbered. It's gonna it's gonna happen. How short are we? Forty point two pounds if we assume thirty-five for him. So we'll be lightly encumbered. How many days are we talking here? How many? But if we're lightly encumbered, we need more days, right? No, it's fine. Like I I think we're going to find some food along the coast, and if we okay. find literally nothing, we can always turn back. All right. Well, I'll carry thirty days worth then. Okay. Okay. I will. Yeah, I, I think. Do you? Do we really? Do you want to like measure all this up, Neil? But I, if we, there's forty point two pounds left over. Once we're at the point where everybody's just under encumbrance. Yeah, I think we can. And I'm pretty sure, like, we should be fine. Like, we can have a route. The rest. That's should be fine. Carried. I just need to know exactly who's carrying how many supplies. So in case things okay. go bad, we have an exact count of supplies. Okay. That. Yeah, I know how much supplies we're gonna have. We're gonna have 14 days per person, which would mean we'd have. Uh, 70 man days of rations. The, the Knoll can carry 35 pounds of supplies. Okay. I, I did assume that. So right. I, what I'm saying is, do you want us to like track who has exactly how much? Yes, that's what he yes. said. I okay. don't think we, this group thing is crazy. We should just, who's got how much? Yeah, who's got how many pounds of supplies? Right. Can, okay. can I requisition two weeks worth of rations? Yes, yeah, so you can requisition rations without forms. Okay. Yeah, I think I can just carry my own, and then I can carry some for Greg, because I know he's... Uh, well, I can, okay. starved. I can. Are we going into light encumbrance? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then that means I can carry uh, twenty nine minus twelve point two. I can carry sixteen point eight pounds. Okay. Just so, mark. Every, yeah. Everyone put however much you can carry, and then we'll just well, figure out how much we have left over. Measure it in days, right? So, Greg, you can carry eight days. Okay. Yeah, I've got thirty days. The Knoll's got seventeen days. Hold on, you've got 30 days, Nick? Yeah. It's 30 minus 14. How many days do you have, Greg? I have eight. Eight. How many do you have, Grimes? You muted. I, right. I have 14. I've got okay, so emotions. we have four days left that we need. All right. And I, I can carry, carry or I, I, carry I cannot them. carry those. So yeah. I can carry those. So give me okay. 34 days. Okay. So you All guys right. have requisitioned how many days of rations? 70 man days of rations, so 14 days per person okay. for five people. Okay. And the Knoll's carrying 35 pounds of weight. You guys are carrying the rest of it. Yes. Yeah. I think okay. uh, the lion's share of our rations is about half of it is being carried by William. Okay. So, so the Knoll is unencumbered while all of us yes. are encumbered. Is that what's going on? Yes. yes. <laughs> all of us make two-thirds move. Well, the Knoll can carry... Well, fuck, fuck it. Let's go. Let's just... If he tries to run, we'll just kill him. Yeah, I can shoot him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to take a break before we come into our last chapter for today. Um, so we'll see you guys on the other side of our break, and we'll check in with either Yaromir or Ferris to see what's going through their head on our return. See you guys on the other side. Why, well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. So, uh... I don't know what the, I forgot the order that we were doing these things in. Does it Ferris and then Yaromir or Yaromir and then Ferris? I don't think it matters. Well, you're the one to talk, so uh, Yaromir, let's let's right. check in with you. What's going on in your head? How's this last um, week? Yaromir been? is uh, very concerned about a couple of things. Um, he feels that uh, Ferris is and and Wilhelm and Grimes to some extent, but mostly Ferris is, has forged some fairly poor relationships in the fort. 
And as someone who has done, who has been kicked out of multiple countries over his long kind of wanderings through the world, he knows that this is not the place to have bad relationships. So he's very concerned about like forging really strong relationships to like counterbalance that in the fort. Um, but he's weird and foreign, so it doesn't always work out. The other thing is he's very fascinated by this uh, southern wall that the the Knoll talked about. He he dreams of finding some kind of old ancient magic from before the cataclysm that he can study and study and dig his little mind claws into. Um, it's 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 probably like all consuming thought wise as we begin kind of wandering out as he struggles along his little tiny frame, hardly able to carry the pack on top of him. Okay. Cool. So, uh, you guys set out. Um, yes. How would you like to go about setting out? Um, well, I, the I Noel, Nash, or your leader for the moment, says that you should make your way to the coast um, before you get to the mountains. Yep, so I think we'll just do that, right? We'll just stick to the coast. So th does that mean you're starting on the coast and just going along the coast the whole way? That's what I assume. I propose doing, doing that so that if we find some seals and some other things along the way, we can potentially kill them for their for their furs. Does anybody have a club? No. no. And, and we don't know how to skin a seal either, so... Perhaps we'll do that on the way back. Yeah, but we'll eat the seals, though. Okay. Uh, so, as you guys set out, who is your the person in front? Who's your point? Who's your leader? Who's your your scout? Who's the one that is taking the position ahead of everybody else? I think it's it's Faris, right? Faris, I would yeah, like you assume... to make me a perception check, please. Yeah, I think often to be Grimes, but right now I'm probably on no babysitting duty. Mm -hmm. Twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are coming along that section of coast. Mm -hmm. uh, Ferris is in the front, and maybe a couple hours after you've made it out. By the way, the, the weather today is light, so it's quite nice. Okay. Uh, as you're coming around one of these little sections of the coast that juts out, you can see maybe four or 500 feet down, there seems to be a small pack of kobolds who have gathered around something it's probably a seal kill or or there's something on the beach that these these kobolds have gathered around okay i i kind of stop the group and I say grimes this this knoll finds kobolds to be a nuisance right he wouldn't have any objection to us ridding ourselves of them i assume not uh i'll translate to nash uh nash there's some kobolds on the beach mind if we take a detour You want to kill some kobolds? He gives a shrug. I have no weapons. I cannot kill without weapon. I'll give, give me a, a javelin. spear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I says he wants a weapon, and I guess you give him a javelin. Uh, yeah, that'll work. So. Okay. Stay right. Yeah, he's un he's unbound. I yeah. assume. Right? In order yeah, to yeah. hike through the snow with all of his yeah. stuff, he has to be unbound. Yeah. So I think I am sticking pretty close to him with a crossbow notched. How many kobolds are the no. Faris? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, count of five, right? Eight. Oh. No, Eight. five. You're right. Oh, five. Yeah. Six. Six. Five. I can do math. <laughs> I can do math. I swear to God. Six. Eight. Eight. Five. Six. Gods damn it. There's six, William. 
Mm-hmm. All right. so, so should we circle around and circle them and like yeah, sort of come in so. from all sides? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Is there, could I get? Could I like sneak up close to them without them seeing? Is there a good avenue of approach? No, there's like a 500 <laughs> foot stretch between where Ferris like started to come around this thing and saw them, and then where they were. So you can come up to the edge and start peeking the kobolds, but every time you try and catch a look at them and survey the situation, there is a chance that they see you. All right, All right, I think so, instead of calling them, yeah. I was gonna. I grab Nash and I say, Nash, come on, let's uh, let's circle around, and like we'll cut south to like cut off the kobolds' retreat, and so we've got the party encircling the coastline. All right. So if you're getting the their retreat, then I'll walk forward, and Yaramir and Faris can attack them from range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Works for me. So, also, Neil, before we even roll for initiative here, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to just remove weapon speed if we're going to do the once per combat initiative? Because otherwise, I, I, I think we're going to move away from once per combat initiative. That was a, a fun test for last session, but I was not ultimately happy with it. It, okay, it did yeah. make things go faster, but it's not the sure. It's not the system I was hoping for. Do you want to do group initiative or something to keep it quick? Yeah, I think we're gonna do something like that. I think group initiative once per round is the like most two e but stream friendly way to do it. Yeah. Right. So let's talk your combat plan. Someone's gonna go along the the bluffs and cut them off on the their other side. Yes. Yeah. Not, oh wait, which two sides? You mean? I don't know. Um, we have a coastline that you guys are on mm-hmm. um, nice. to make a bit of a, a drawing. Is there a cliff, or could they just run straight into the forest? Yeah, there's a bluff uh, with the water over here. Yeah. Uh, so the the only real problem, if the kobolds are like this, the only problem in encircling them is knowing when the other group is in place, right? There's no cell phones, there's no radio, there's no way to know when the group on the south side has so cut them off. When this group over here is in position... Mm-hmm. We like will already be in position over here. Mm-hmm. These people attack first, and then mm-hmm. that's the signal. Okay, so the people on the north side are just going to be quiet and hang out and wait for the sounds of combat or yelling uh, to s- jump into play. Sure. Yes. Uh, if that's if that's the plan, I think Ferris will go with that group because he. Yeah, I think that's better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was so, planning to just stay and start sniping, but I'll I'll go into the new position, I guess. So okay. I guess it's me and Yaramir. And then Nash Grimes and Faris. It's uh, 450 feet from where you guys are to where the kobolds are now. Uh, And then the other group is going to have to circle around to the other side and find Mm -hmm. a spot Mm -hmm. to come down onto the beach, unless you guys want to rappel down the cliff. Uh, Um, I mean, there's there's thick snow, right? So we could just jump, couldn't we? The cliffs are like 30 feet. I would... It's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You don't wish to jump. Okay. Pack is heavy enough to crush Yeromir's spine if things look bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we'll look for a way down. We could always, last resort, we could always tie a rope and climb down. But yeah, I think we'll we'll take a nice yog around and try and find like a place to come down onto the beach. Okay. And sorry, one more time. Who's staying behind? Me and Yaromir. All right. So Grimes, the Knoll, and Ferris are all moving around to yep. the other side. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, I um while we're going I tell Grimes to translate to the kobold to or 
tell him to stay close to me. It wouldn't do us well to have him encircled by kobolds and killed out in the front. We're going to start from a distance, I, I assume. I grunt something to the knoll, but I don't translate whatever Ferris just said. <laughs> All right. I make, I make some joke about elves. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the three of you set off. Um, you backtrack a little bit until you can find a way up the cliff. And then you go along the cliff's edge, hoping to pass the kobolds without being seen and get yes. ahead of them somehow. We'll mm-hmm. him. Uh, um, be ready in case gnolls uh, or, or kobolds spot them on cliff. We may need to rush to assist. Right. Yeah, it's William. Dilem. As, as said, William. We'll work. Uh, okay. Will yam. Uh, are you yam. Are you all that you yam? And that's. Never mind. <laughs> you say you say joking accent. Um. So the group that is going ahead of the kobolds, one of you is going to have to keep an eye on them to make sure that you are getting yeah. beyond them. So I'm going to have you make a propo- um, an opposed perception check against the kobolds. If you beat them, you can um, keep an eye on them without getting past them. Doesn't Ryan have like a, I, a yeah, stealth skill? Yeah, why don't I just hide? Let's uh, a stealth the, skill would guy. make a, uh, a fantastic... Uh, yeah. What's the word? So I have 15 Something. hide and 14 move silently. Would you like me to make that... Check. Yes, I would like you. Probably, to... It's probably hide in this. Case, uh, yeah, right? we're going to be using your hide ability. Let me just take a quick look at the thief skills, so I know exactly how everything works. There's a bunch of modifiers for cover and things. Right, I and that's have decent gonna... cover with the cliff. Yeah, so you're going to have pretty good bonuses to your hide because you have and a it... lot of time to prepare. Right, you've got um prepared cover, so that's a plus four. It's abundant cover which is plus four, and it's good cover, because you can kind of pick the spot that you want to go into. So, so that's four, 12. eight, twelve. And if they're only passively searching, they're at half perception. Something like that, yeah. Um, so I'm at plus 27. <laughs> oh dear god, that's a pretty solid right, my, check. Roll it. My base is 15, plus the 12 that we just mm-hmm. described. Yeah. So basically don't roll a one. Ooh. You almost rolled one. I still, <laughs> still and I, I still don't think there's any way they would spot me. But so I leave you guys maybe 15 feet to the right and sort of peer over the cliff periodically. Perfect. Uh, Grimes keeps himself. It takes a while because you're making sure you've got your good cover, right? So you yeah. peer over the cliff, see the kobolds. You can confirm that they are indeed gathered around a seal, and they're just ripping into it raw. They're not mm. cooking their meat. They're just <laughs> seal blubber, delicious. Uh, and you guys can go ahead and get on past them. Do I spot uh, a, any way down to the beach up ahead? Yes, you do. Why don't you roll me one D100? And, uh, a D100 plus 30, and that's how far down the beach your next exit is. Oh, beautiful. 39. All right. So you can get down to the beach 39 feet past where they are. Oh, that's Excellent. easy. Okay. Um, which we don't have to roll anything for. You guys head on down the beach. You're back behind some outcropping of rock where they yeah, can't see you. I think you. I want to move a little bit further down before we like move around and then start shooting. I want to get like maybe 100 feet between us and them. Um, I think they might notice us. Why don't we ready an attack to shoot as soon as they notice us? Sure. And yeah. back our way down the beach? Yeah, like I can have an arrow knocked and ready. Basically, I want to like, we're going to go down about 39 feet past them, right? My goal is to like move, and if they haven't like noticed us and started moving, I'm just gonna like try and move further down the beach and then you, like go around. You can stay on the cliffs and find another spot to go down further if you want. 
Um, Why don't the, I just? How about this? I'll just stay on the cliffs and be like right by the ramp that leads down the beach. That's good for me. So I'll, I'll basically be right by the ramp, just like yeah. on top of the cliff. There's a, from a, distance. a landslide. Somehow, you know, the ocean has come up and weakened a part of the cliff, and it's just, you know, mm -hmm. rock and mud and dirt that has slid down. It's a difficult terrain to get up and down the cliff this way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about 30 feet high, and it's gross. I, I would even call it double difficult terrain. It takes four points of movement to go through it. Um, the cliff does? The, the section of cliff that has collapsed. That okay. allows you access down to the beach. So we're going to have Ferris up top, Grimes, and, and... Would that mean that it's 15 feet per round going through it? Uh, I don't... So you can walk it, so you don't have to climb it. Um, so you can... Right. So instead of being Basically, 30 can feet I get, to Can get I get up... down the ramp in a single round, is what I'm asking. Yeah, going down okay. is easy. Going up is hard. Okay. Sure. That's, that's good for me. Okay. So then Noel and I will head down this ramp. Towards the beach. Mm -hmm. um, the party's like 400 feet the other way, but I think as soon as they see us, the Knolls will go running right into yeah. William William's sword. Mm -hmm. okay. So I pro well, there's probably no pretense of stealth or anything. Right. I don't know what our goal I think, I think our goal is to just open. walks onto yep. the beach and shouts, Arky Barky, little friends, as yep. we just as as fires an arrow into these poor guys. Okay, let's uh, play the battle music, and um, let's get started. All right, so we have a surprise round? You have an ambush round, actually. Yeah. Uh, What's the difference? Better. An ambush round is, regardless of what they roll in their surprise, you have a full round on them, and then they make okay. a surprise roll for the next round to see if they're caught. Ambushes are super deadly. Okay, so I get the surprise bonus to hit then? Yes, you do. Which plus is plus one. one. Okay. Yes. Plus back attack or flank or what? Uh, you can pick one with its back to you because there's a whole bunch of them down there. Sure, so I'm going to be shooting at plus six for this first shot. Yeah, same. 11, that might be a miss. 11 Ooh, is 11 indeed a miss. Damn really? <laughs> the kobolds are currently munching on their seal. You guys make your attacks and they go... Well, over right. the well, continuing our surprise round or our ambush round, I do get a second shot. Okay. Um, eleven. Can I get an attack during the ambush round? No, you guys can act on the next round. Those of you that are back okay. on the beach, that's that's probably the part of the problem yeah. of separating. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. You hear Arky Barky, <laughs> Arky yeah. Barky, little friends, and then all of a sudden there's uh, ah! Ryan. Were you throwing something? Uh, that was a crossbow bolt. That was crossbow. Okay, and Sean, you get a second attack at the end of the round. Okay. D20 plus 6, 14. There you go. There's your hit. All right. D6 damage. Three damage to one of them. Okay. What What is the gnolls? Uh, you drop... Action. Whoops. You drop one of those kobolds. Beautiful. Does Nash uh, go, like... Yes. Uh, Nash go, like, just charging runs. into melee? He just runs into the kobolds with a, a glee, tossing his pack off of his shoulder oh while he does it. Brings up his javelin and completely biffs it, like trips over a rock on the beach, does like a somersault while he gets back to his feet and runs <laughs> towards the, the kobolds, who pop their heads up and go, ah! completely taken by surprise, confused mm -hmm. as I, to what's happening. Um, I, yeah. And we go into the next round. The null, the kobolds they are surprised surprise this check. round. Excellent. They fail their surprise check. Everybody yeah. can act. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to have the... We're not going to have to roll initiative because the kobolds are all surprised. 
Nash makes another spear attack, which is another horrible bumble. Maybe he's actually not trying to kill the kobolds. Maybe he's secretly working with them. I, uh, I'll fire another shot into... I'll shoot at one that he's not engaged in melee with. Like, I'm going to shoot at one of the group sure. that he hasn't reached. Sure. They're still surprised, Neil? Yes, they are. Are they fleeing or anything? Scattering? I can get back. Surprise round. They're, they're lost and confused and looking around all over the place. You can get a back attack, yeah. 18 okay. is a hit. Roll me some damage. Five. Oh my god. That's beautiful. When you drop another one. I'm walking up beside, uh, beside Nash into the fray, drawing two daggers. Is it 13 a hit? I believe it is. Let me double check my notes. Oh. Yes, 13's a hit. Ooh, that's no good. Uh, two points of damage. You slay. You drop another one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys have actually rolled their exact HP every single attack. Oh, another two. You drop another one. Uh, um, no, not quite. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there Nash. are three kobolds Dead. left at this point. Oh, okay. uh, Well, Nick and uh, Kel, William, and Yaromir haven't had their turns yet, right? Is there yeah, one that isn't engaged in melee? Uh, there are three of them left. One of them is face-to-face with uh, Ryan Grimes. One of them is face-to-face with Nash, and then the the third one is about is to be shot engaged. by an arrow. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna take a pot shot at him. Uh, surprise gives me plus two or plus one. Plus one. Okay, uh, so I'm at long range with my sling stone. Uh, so I fire away at an eleven. Eleven. No, seven. <laughs> it's even worse. Oh, it just kind of gently lands in the sand near him. Mm-hmm. Ugh. William. We got him. Are, are any of them? Any closer to me, or am I 450 feet away? You're still 450 away. So I'll just run as far as I can to get closer. All right, so instead of going 120 yards in this round, because it's kind of sandy and snowy, we'll have your distance. So you can go 60 yards, which is uh, 180 feet. feet. Yeah. Okay, and then I'll get my second shot for the round. Yeah. The the last one who was not in melee. Yep. 23. Oh, my God. That is a... You clear by... Crit? No, you clear by. Because the thirteen was a hit, right? So that'd be a double crit. This is this one is wearing different armor. Oh, okay. So two d six. This is a single crit. Yes. Seven damage. Uh, you drop him to the ground. Cool. Exactly there... on his HP. Is there battle music playing? There is battle music playing. Do you not hear it? No, I can't. It's very quiet. Okay. Whatever. As long as stream can hear it, I don't really care. Okay. That's, I think, everybody. So let's roll initiative for the next round. There are two kobolds left. Your ambush has been hugely successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, pl- We're going to do group initiative modified by weapon speed. So one person rolls a d10 for your group, and then you add your weapon speed to that. And I will roll a d10 for the kobolds and add so their like weapon the, speeds. So the additive weapon speed of the entire group? No, no, no. So if Ryan rolls the d10, and then his weapon speed is 6, he rolls 6 plus that d10. And if your weapon speed is 9, that same d10 plus your okay. 9. So Ryan's fighting with daggers, so let's have him yeah. roll the group initiative. <laughs> well, sure. No, he's just going to roll a flat d10, and then you all use that for your right. base. Sure, sure. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nine. You, you go at 9. So uh, is, uh, yeah? is weapon speed modified by dex? No. Correct? No. It is not. We've been going back and forth on this law, and I can find no evidence of that in the rules anywhere. If you can find evidence in it before next week, we will modify it. But for now, it's not modified by Dex. All right. Um, the kobolds go at 10. 
right. two of them. So Boy. I think, yeah, unless anyone has weapon speed one, they go first. But we're modified by decks, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, they panic, and they break, and they turn, awesome. and they run up the beach in the direction of Kel William, who and I get an attack they, opportunity. you and, and Nash both can attack they opportunity. Oops, that's actually a three. Three for damage. On top of the two that I dealt this guy last you round. You drop I, I... that guy. Nash hits with his javelin. Nick, how much damage does his javelin do? D6. And he grazes his kobold with the He gets the plus stab. one damage for his strength, I believe. Um, I think gnolls have 16 strength. I have modified monsters. Kobolds and gnolls and all the monsters have different stat blocks in the, players, uh, in the monsters manual. Uh, okay. So he grazes well, his knoll. Or his if he can kobold. carry 70 pounds out of cover, he has 16 strength. He should have I plus one damage. said he could carry 35 pounds of food. Yeah, on top of his hide armor. We'll get to it later. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, the kobold scurries away, gets about halfway through his movement before he sees Kel Williams struggling to make it towards yeah. him, and then he darts for the cliffside. Um, okay. So I was, if he just like ran straight to, to Kel William, I was going to take pity on the old man and let him uh, get a kill. But since he like breaks and runs a different direction, I'm going to fire an arrow at him. Okay. So you're going to have to do a, a move to the cliffside and sure. give me a perception check to see if you can find where he has hidden. Okay. Uh, 29. Ooh, I think you're probably going to beat him. I don't think his hide is very good. Four. Uh, Yeah, you uh, you see him crouching behind a couple of rocks, which provide good cover to the people on the beach. Um, okay, do I get like flank or back attack since I'm above? You're them? gonna get back attack, but he's okay. also behind fifty percent cover. So minus four for cover, plus two for back attack. My uh, total penalty of minus two to hit. one. That's a miss. Ooh, pings off the rock, and the kobold immediately. So wait, I'm shooting from above, but he has fifty percent. It doesn't matter in the end. Yeah, well, there's like there's a bunch of rocks, right? So you're kind of behind him, but there's still he's like stuck between things. Okay. Um, How far away is he from me? He moved like 60 feet in your direction. Um, so you're like 210 from him still. Okay. Can I see him? No, he darted behind some rocks. You know how like cliffs are, or um, ocean sides are, right? There's things that jut out and then recesses. And he's darted yeah. into one of these recesses. You can, you can find the recess he's in, but you're going to need to make a perception check to spot him in there. Well, I don't think I can even get to it, right? No, you can go, what, 160 feet? So you can get to fi within 50 Amazing. feet of him on your turn. Yeah. Uh, Grimes and Yabramir. Um, I was going to shoot a sling, but I decided not to, as I see everything just get murdered in front of me. Um, yeah. I begin walking towards the uh, the cliffside we kind of dodged into, and I'm going to spend, like, my round um, observing the coastline here, making sure that we this is the only threat that we see. Um, you know, I, I want to check the kill, check for, I don't know, evil crab men coming Give me a perception check. Whatever it is. I'm gonna walk over to the kobold. Sure. Uh, that's a 15 on perception. You see that everything is safe. You're totally Great. protected. No threats anywhere. <laughs> Grimes, you, you walk around the corner. You saw where the kobold <laughs> darted. Give me a perception check. I'm gonna give you plus four since you were in melee with him. You were yeah. easier to spot him. He's actually in melee with uh, the Knoll, but sure, that's right. plus four on my yeah. perception. Oh, 
Yeah, you come around this edge, and sure enough, you can you see him, and you see the prints on the sand that lead right to where he is. Yeah, well, well, um, he's tucked w- in this little crevice, looking out. I, I walk up. Hey he's, there, little buddy. He's, he's covered in white fur. I like to look side to side up the beach. You're alone with him for a moment. Uh, mm. Nash is coming right hot on your heels. You've maybe ten seconds before he shows up. Do we want survivors? I guess there's no one here to confer with. Do we want? And is for no survivors. <laughs> there will be no survivors. No right. survivors. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll just make an attack roll. All right. Uh, D twenty. You don your Holocaust cloak and stab him. Uh, Three points of damage. Oh, he's still alive! Uh, Ferris is going to shoot his second attack. No, hold on. Hold hold the phone. I get a second attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D20 minus three. No, never mind. No, no. Nash comes around the corner, makes a stab with his javelin, rolls a 20 to hit him, and skewers (laughs) the little kobold. Uh, pulls out the javelin, holds it above his head, and gives a... (laughs) And the party slowly confers around him. Uh, I uh, I go collecting my arrows. Do the kobolds have any weapons? Would would they have just fought with claws if they could? (laughs) So now that the, the battle is over, you guys can take a look at them. They're wearing these small hides. They're like seal skins. Um, that don't really provide that great of um, armor. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, the one that had the higher armor that you only single crit, Sean, uh, mm-hmm. has the same kind of small shield hides, but he's also carrying with him a small shield um, that mm-hmm. he has strapped to one of his arms. Uh, the one with the small shield has a stone axe. It looks like it's been lovingly and carefully created. The other ones just have crude, sharpened wooden spears that have been uh, tipped with fire. I'll snag the stone axe if no one else wants it. That's all yours? The what? Is it like a stone hatchet, I assume? Yeah. Steel, like, hides in relatively good shape? Um, not really. Like, they've been cut open and then crudely stitched to, like, fit a kobold. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you were to open them up, they would be, like, kind of crappy hides now. And they probably didn't tan them or cure them right there. No, like they're just rotting seal carcasses. Do they have seal um, clubs? They don't have clubs. You you take a look at these skins now that you're talking about it, and there is some level of tanning done with them. It's not just raw hide that they are wearing around. It seems to be treated somehow, but not not to your standards. Maybe <laughs> just treated with smoke and fire. How is the seal that they were feasting on? Is that a uh, fresh Mostly kill? devoured. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's keep moving anyway. That's eight less kobolds to worry about. Neil, how do kobolds taste? You're going to have to find out. Dog meat. Do you you eat a kobold? Yeah, we can always cook one. Might as well try it out. Uh, See you, like, pick up a kobold by the foot and drag it with us? Yeah, why not? Okay. You drag a kobold behind you. Grimes raises an eyebrow. Yeah. I don't so think are there other seals on the beach, or have they all fled the kobolds? No, the seals have all since fled. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I do recover the arrows that I hit people with. 
Um, and then you said that misses are lost? Um, yeah. Well, you're on the beach. I'm going to say you can recover about half of your, your missed shots, because the snow's okay, not so as I deep here. One it's back. just sand, but some of your okay. shots might have fired into so the I recover ocean. the hits and one of my misses. Okay. okay I so recover I my miss both. Not a problem. The sand. Yeah, the sand makes it much easier to find than things falling into the snow. Um, right, and then, um, yeah, I'll just kind of drag this cobalt behind us so that we can try it out for dinner. Okay. You say we, but I won't be trying it out. <laughs> I mean, all right. I'm just trying to save rations, you know. Yeah. Can we yeah. butcher the seal? It's mostly devoured. It's mostly okay. devoured. Okay. You'll find new seals if you want. Uh, sure. You yeah. travel along the coast, and this is a, a good opportunity to talk about the seals. How much hunting do you guys want to do versus how much living off of rations? If you hunt for animals, you will make less progress. Uh, right now, day. I think. Right now, I think we're not going to hunt because we want to use some of our rations first. Yeah, and then we want to get out of encumbered okay. territory before we start I'm, hunting. So I'm just going to gloss over details regarding availability of food on the beach, just so you guys can move faster. You let mm -hmm. me know when you want to start foraging, and then we'll start dealing with foraging rules. But until then, can we get a feel for how, like, do, are we seeing seals that we could try and pursue? Yeah, if sure, so like you get, how often? Like they're everywhere. You make twelve miles of progress today, and mm -hmm. in the process of those twelve miles of progress, you do come across a group of. Like 30 seals just kind of hanging out on some rocks, maybe 40 feet into the water. Um, it looks mm -hmm. like it's fairly shallow between you guys, and maybe if it was low tide, you could even just walk all the way out to the rocks. But right now, these 40 seals are just kind of... I mean... Write so that about down about in your notes, Greg. Mm-hmm. Seal club and territory, 10 miles south of the fort. Or are, are we heading... Which coastline are we following, actually? You're following we... the eastern coastline. Okay. And can just for bookkeeping purposes, this is a light day. This is a light day, and you make twelve so miles we, of progress. And we lose how much warmth in the process? In the process? Um, ooh, good question. Two for light, right? I believe it is two for two light an day. hour. So, so that was eight hours, hours of travel. Of progress. So yeah, six, we lose sixteen warmth. We probably gain it all back that night. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, yeah, you lose sixteen points of warmth that day. Uh, and we move to the next day. And then we camp. We can recover two points an hour at night. The fire. And we we aren't bringing firewood, are we? We're chopping some down as we go, right? Yeah, so you're on the camp. beach. So it's easy to... Gather to... driftwood and stuff. Yeah, and just so hop I... back up to the on top of the coast. On so by, the, by, the morning, by the morning, we've recovered all of our warmth. Because we've got a large tent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Firewood. Okay. Yeah. So we're basically, we travel for eight hours and then we're stationary for 16, basically making a camp, gathering firewood. And then we head off again in the morning, unless it's a blizzard. Nope. Nope. Next day is even better. No, uh, oh, next good. day it's still light. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, um, and then I'm going to check, like, basically daily, I want to do like a survival check for weather sense, essentially. Sure. Give me another Where survival. Hmm? What does it look like when you check the weather? Uh, I think Ferris kind of like... I, I don't know when he would do it. Like Maybe maybe later in the day would be the time that you'd see it, probably when we're settling down. And he'd probably be like uh, checking the skies before the sun sets and trying to like find a decent vantage point to look at the clouds and see sort of like where the wind's blowing and what's coming our direction. Is it a red sky at night or in the morning? Hmm. Mm. Uh, so, what's your check? 16, another fail. Yeah. I kind of... Okay, maybe not the first night. Never mind, we'll get to this. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
so that first day you made 12 miles of progress. The second day you also make 12 miles of progress. You're going along the coast, so it's not nearly as good as if you were going over All the right. land. So we're losing 10 days worth of rations, right? So far. Uh, yes. I'm eating my own, so and I'll, I'll mark the nulls as well. Please mark the nulls. I'm not tracking it. Um, so everyone mark okay, off I'm, two I'm days. Just gonna, I've got 70 days of food total, so we've done 10 days, so we have 60 days of food left. All right, just, just mark just your mark. own. Yeah, everyone oh, mark okay. their own, sure, please. Sure, fine. Yeah. Four days. Yeah, gone. No. Right. Yeah. Two, days. This has been two days of food that have been consumed. Yeah. Four pounds gone. Yeah. All right. Uh, the third day of your travel is actually calm weather. The The skies break. They clear. It's a brilliant blue. Uh, you can see for miles. You can see all the way to the horizon now. Um, it's actually quite lovely. Cool. The weather calms. The, the wind drops to almost nothing. Um, and you find yourself walking on a cold but pleasant beach. Uh, this same day, you can make 14 miles of progress. All right. Knocking cool. over Russian. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you guys want to be talking about during this time? You were kind of walking a long ways in I mean, silence. When when this day kind of comes up, Ferris says, ah, these were the days I lived for out in the Frostlands. The nice, still, calm cold. It's certainly more pleasant today than it has been previously. Indeed. I suppose it's... Oh, wow. The luck has certainly gone our way this trip. It's not much much for my warm bed at home with my wife. But I suppose it's better than a blizzard. I think what I do actually is I pester Grimes a whole bunch, trying to learn the rudimentary like gnome or not gnome knoll language. Like I want to be able to like talk with this knoll. I'm like, how do you say word? Is it or is it more? Uh, mm. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> so the the trick here is to is to. Uh, is to gargle your spit while you while you try and speak. Oh, he's, um, he's I don't. Yeah, I don't know how perceptive Yaramir is, but Grimes is an utterly incompetent instructor. It's, <laughs> it's not clear whether this is uh, whether think... it's intentional, whether he's like pulling your leg and messing with you. I mean, he tries to get you to do like spit gargling exercises. I think Yaramir is probably like... like a null. Perceptive oh, enough to, oh. to know that he's not learning, but is also overly enthusiastic to do it anyway. <laughs> he's just like, it's good fun. <laughs> yeah, so Grimes has some fun with that, but I don't think he's able to teach you any. any okay. Uh, as you walk, you do come across a pack of caribou at some point um, that mm. day. I think we're, we're avoiding killing for now, right? Yeah, but I'm just letting you guys know that you come across a herd of caribou in that this... Um, beachy part right here you know okay we might want to consider a, a hunt at some point down here if we could get a if we could get a large large stockpile of hides to, before the next shipment we could possibly hey, trade that for some good steel back home probably hey, on the way back when we've got a little bit more weight after eating some of this food yeah you guys uh, the the fourth day of your travel here is another calm day skies are clear you've been walking along the coast and nash tells you that by the end of the day today you're going to reach the cave he was talking about he says awesome. it's down here in this bay um that i'm pointing to right now uh, he lets you know that this this is a bay the land goes back around and comes out to this peninsula and it's at the base of this bay uh, is the you cave that he's it. looking for to tell you guys about and that the 
place you're going to where Bokasa is, is up against the foothills of the mountains over here. Can you uncover this area on the map? or? or uh, when it comes within sight. There's a, a limited, you know, view that you can see from where you are. Yeah, I'll translate all of this as as delivered. Okay. Um, uh, who's I, taking point again? Uh, still, I think it's still Ferris. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm unless staying, Grimes like, is taking the front again. I, typically, I would. Well, I guess we only have one range before this. But I think at this point, I'm like attached at the hip to Nash. I don't really mm. trust him. I've pretty much always got my crossbow. I try not to like look threatening with it, but like my crossbow is pretty much always there okay. around my. Yeah, Ferris will Ferris will take shoot him if he runs. Where did um, where did our token go? Who moved to the token? Not me. Sean, you're the only one that can control it. <laughs> Wait, what token? Right, Sean, Nick, Nick, you're the only one that can actually touch the token. It's your I, I haven't moved. I literally haven't moved it. There was a token on uh, the map. I've wrote yeah. K, though. Okay. There was a token. Oh, on the map. it's back it. now. I don't okay. know where it went. Um. So, Yaramir was interested in. Uh, Learning Nolish. Uh, Grimes is also interested in. Well, I don't know. I I do have a new non-weapon proficiency slot that I don't know what that I have yet to spend on. So I am susceptible to party influence if. Uh, sure. Uh, and uh, while, while you're skinning. considering. Yeah. So that was. So I was thinking about taking a leather working. Okay. Could also Can I get... try and learn how to read and write or something like that. Can I get a perception check from Ferris, please? Yeah, sure. 29, again. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so you're coming down along the beach when, actually, I think that's a tie, when you spot a, another cluster of kobolds. It's been three days since the last kobold encounter, um, and you spot, at the exact same time that they see you, a, another crew of kobolds. There may be uh, 500, 600 feet from you, I thought you were going to say there's maybe 500 or 600. <laughs> I thought about. you were going to say that. No. I was like, Neil, I'm getting flashbacks to the Goblin Village. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, they see you. You see them. There's this moment of like mutual surprise almost or mutual unexpectedness. Um, you guys actually fail your surprise check. You roll a two. Uh, and the kobolds break and run the opposite direction from you um, as quickly as possible. Yeah. No, that's fine. They, they understand who's boss. If they get a surprise run, get a whole turn's worth of movements away from us, I think we just leave them, right? Yeah. yeah. If I if I can, I'll take pot shots with my sling stone until they're out of long range. Um, sure. What's the range of your sling? Uh, the the max range is four hundred and eighty feet. Okay. Uh, then you can get like one shot before they're gone. That's great. I'm doing it. Uh, can I get plus two for back attack? Yep, but minus five for minus range. five for long range. Yeah. Yep. Seven. Splash in the water. All right. All right. Okay. You guys continue along until uh, you come to the cave that, what's his name? Nash was telling you about. It's right back here at the very tip of this, um, of this bay. Uh, the, the coastline, it has been cliffed most of the way, but here in this bay, it kind of dips down a little into more of a, almost like a, a river exit, although it's not quite, you don't see any rivers around here, but it's something like that. Okay. Oh, uh, by the way, Neil, yes. uh, really quick. When I took that kobold, Ferris would have prepared a little bit of kobold meat, cooked it over our, uh, our campfire. Mm-hmm. Not, a, he, he's still been eating rations. So clearly he, uh, he didn't take a full meal of it, but, um, how, how was the kobold? 
rub skill check. Maybe, and maybe a poison save. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about it being like, does does Ferris enjoy it or not? I'm saying like, does it taste foul or does it taste like decent meat? It it's it's fresh meat. It's a fresh kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, no danger of you dying from it. Okay. Um, no cobalt Ebola. No cobalt Ebola, but its deliciousness is not great. It's like dog meat, which I okay. hear is not the most wonderful tasting thing. Uh, it's kind dog of meat is actually not that bad. Yeah, apparently it's uh, it's just people don't I mean, like eating dogs. It depends a lot on what the dog was eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these kobolds are but, kind of scavengers. You know, they'll they'll eat whatever. Okay. So. But, so Ferris will say. Whimper suggests that you now have cobola. <laughs> <laughs> so, does Nash partake in any of the kobold meat? No. Okay. He is disgusted by yeah. you eating kobolds. Yeah. Um, he I, doesn't say anything, I, but his his discussion is apparent in every language. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Grimes definitely does say something. Probably in, in Null. It's like, elves, disgusting creatures, <laughs> am I right? I, uh, I've never yeah, seen Ferris an elf like... before, but this thing is bizarre. Yeah, Ferris like, takes a few bites of the cobalt and says, uh, maybe when I'm more desperate, and just kind of tosses <laughs> it back out into the snow. Well, now our whole campfire smells like cobalt meat. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... This is a good place to can, end for the day. Can, you guys we, get, have okay, can we get to the cave first and like sort of yeah. settle down in the cave to end it? Yes. So you come to this approach. this area that evens out. Um, the, the the bluffs are kind of slope down at the end of this bay. Uh, nearby is this cave. It looks like it's natural on the front. It looks like a sea cave. And in fact, you can see where there are even tide pools inside the cave. So at, at high tide, the water will come in. Um, but the back of it looks like it's been carved out, or at least slightly excavated with sticks or rocks or something. You can see markings of work here, um, and a lot of rubble on the ground, some of which has been pulled out. Nash leads you guys deep into the cave and points out the area that the high tide won't reach, and warns you guys that if you're stuck in here when the high tide comes in, you're, or if you're in here when the tide comes in, you're you're kind of stuck in here unless you don't mind getting sopping wet in the freezing cold, which he recommends against. How deep is the cave? The cave extends 80 feet in. Someone's going to want to make a note of this cave and give it a name because you will probably be coming back to this cave over and over if you continue exploring this region. I've mocked out the for something different than Knoll Cave? Nash Cave. Nash Cave, done. I'm cool with Nash Cave. Hmm. I've marked all the map. Is there like signs of fire in here? Like, has this been used? Yes. Frequently this... by other creatures. Yes, there are charred logs in here right now. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if any of you can tell how long ago these logs were burned. Probably. May- I do not. have fire buildings, so Maybe. I might be able to tell from that. Yeah. Also, survival. I'm gonna say they're at least they're somewhere within the ne- the last week. Okay. Grimes, ask the uh, ask the Null if this would be his pack or Bakuza's pack. I point to the fire. So, Nash, does uh, your pack use this cave or are these uh, Bakuza's? Bakasa. 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 Well, uh, perhaps we he'll save us a trip. Pa- we used to use this cave before we split. Hmm. Now this well. is their territory. They 
are around here somewhere. But you are strong men. You can fight all of them. You can fight. You can kill 20. 20. You hear, you I told you I wanted you to meet with this tribe the, first. The conversation going back and forth, the knowledge, and then Ben goes twenty. <laughs> do, do they have patrols? I would assume so. We will if use keep and run. If we catch we a patrol, we warfare can... like gorilla. Exactly. If we can catch a patrol, and we can split them in half. Seems the way to do things. But let's not worry about tomorrow's problems today. Well, I think if we can find uh, tracks of where they've been patrolling, we can just wait there the next day. They'll probably follow the same path, and then... I think it would be wise to keep watches tonight. Yeah. Agreed. Hostile territory. All right. Okay. I think, that's, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for today. So let's tally up some experience. And, um, yeah. Uh, today, you guys fought and slew... Well, you defeated... You defeated one pack of kobolds, and the other mm-hmm. ran from you before you even really did anything. So, we'll give you experience for one set of kobolds. Um, kobolds, as you might have noticed, are slightly stronger than kobolds back home. Um, really? <laughs> I didn't notice. Didn't you you didn't notice, but <laughs> yes, they, they have more than D4 hit points here. Oh, okay. They need to be. They're in the, like... Unyielding wastes. Yeah. Everything yeah. around here is strong. High constitution. Okay. Uh, you have communicated with the gnolls for the first time. So that's going to be worth like 100 experience. Uh, you. Grimes, at least, has learned a lot of the history of this region. At least the history according to the gnolls of this region. Um. That might be something for you guys to roleplay out later, is, you know, hearing the story that Grimes has heard. Um, but we, since someone in the party has learned it, I'm going to give you guys a hundred experience for that. Yeah, yeah. We're doing we've, got, experience. we've got a lead on some treasure, or an old human settlement. Yeah, that's, that's the, the same The important thing we did is we found a, like, usable shelter to, like, extend yeah. our range. Absolutely. I'm going to give you 150 for the shelter. Um, you've made some pretty good progress, but not much else. So I think this is going to be a low experience day today. Uh, divide this between four people. And I think we did some decent role-playing. I, I liked the showing of Greg's tattoos, Yormir's tattoos. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the way that Grimes has been kind of half-heartedly translating and sort of like <laughs> making jokes with the Knoll, almost becoming friends with him at the expense of Ferris. I, I think that's been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I also think Ferris has been doing a great job being... An unlikable bastard. Yeah, I, yeah. Like that he's, I like that he's eating kobold meat. Yeah. <laughs> sole intention of freaking us out. Yeah. <laughs> and the... Uh, I, William feeling his age is a nice, appropriate mm-hmm. thing to bring in. So I think you guys have done fantastic for role-playing today, and we're just going to give everyone 100 experience for role-playing, which brings everybody's XP to... Let's just round it for sake of easement to 250 experience for the day. Okay. times 1.1... Oh yeah, everybody else gets the 10%. Yeah. Bringing the, <laughs> so I'm at 3352.5. Does that yep. sound right? Sounds right. I, I didn't envision the campaign going this way, but I'm, I'm amused with the undertones of colonialism and yeah. wanton slaughter of the, of the native creatures. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I like it. 
I well, to be fair, <laughs> unlike colonialism, these ones are clearly chaotic evil. It says so. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good God, job, Christopher. God wills it's okay. It, right? yeah. because it's our responsibility to tame this place. Like, it's our responsibility to help the, guide these creatures back onto a good path. Mm-hmm. It's our burden. All right, everybody. That's <laughs> it for Frozen Frontier this week. Yeah. We will not have a game next week. I know we said that last week and we lied to you, but this week it's true. Um, I am going to be in Seattle at the Wizards of the Coast headquarters for their Stream of Annihilation. Uh, I think they're releasing some new products and we're all just going to be playing a whole bunch of 5th edition. That's going to be Friday and Saturday, the 2nd and 3rd of June. So no Frozen Frontier next week. Hmm? Are you going to DM at this thing or are you just going to play? I think I'm just playing. Uh, But to be honest, I don't really know. Uh, we might, which, who, which who knows? probably means you're not DMing. Probably not DMing. I think they're running either. their own shit. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be so. fun. There's going to be a whole bunch of streamers there, a bunch of people from Misclicks. We're going to have Steven, Silent Osiris there as well, and a bunch of people from different crews that do D&D online. So that's uh, Friday and Saturday next week. So uh, what's my invite, anyway? Um, <laughs> I've... Better yet, I'm, I'm in Seattle. Yeah. Where's my invite? I guess I'll, I'll be seeing you. Yeah, we're, we'll go out and have a beer and... I don't know. We'll do something for your birthday. Um, uh, before yes. we go, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, our our wonderful artist who's supplied the the character art you've seen on the splash screens mm-hmm. and the overlays. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, so Ma- that's uh, Matthew Berger. I'll spam mm-hmm. his uh, his Tumblr and. Yes, yeah, so I, I was looking Matthew. for that, and then he posted in chat, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, thank God, Ryan's got so, my back." Yes. Matthew, also. Yeah, matthewberger.tumblr.com. He also had some help from his... I'm trying to find his name right here. His roommate or his friend. Um, Ignorance, right? No. No, that's a different guy. Uh, Stephen Ulbricht? That sounds familiar. I'm looking through our conversations. I was supposed to pull this up earlier (laughs) today, but I forgot. Stephen Ulbricht, that's right. Are you sure? Yes, 100%. Okay. Look, you can blame Nick if it's wrong. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Stephen Ulbricht. He I helped a, a lot in placing stuff and giving him critiques on how well things look. So, Matthew Berger and Stephen Ulbricht, thank you for the overlays and artwork. And Layla and Chris, who used to do our Dyson with Death recaps, are the ones who are doing our Frozen Frontier recaps now. So, thank yes. you to both you guys. And we also have a, on the subreddit, Squarey, I think it's done the whole cast at this point. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mm. like him. I don't. I didn't oh. see the latest one then. William. Yeah, he just put one up an hour ago. Of William. Oh, oh, is William fantastic. done? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's different style. It's like a sort of cartoony yeah. style. Mm-hmm. So reddit.com slash r slash koibu. There's artwork for the other characters done by other people. Clayton Nader also did one of William. And um, what is his name? Cincy Reborn did a recap of the prologue as well yeah. in a very different tone which is a lot of fun if you want to take a listen to other frozen frontier yeah. stuff uh we're no, think we're going to be putting up a q a right now and i will have the q a linked in the youtube vod and yeah I, ha- I have a shout out though do it nick so one of the viewers that i talked to where's johnson he's just had a baby with oh. that's good that's good in itself but he's called it William, so there you go. I'm sure you're going to call it anyway. right. Why not Grimes? Why not Malachi? <laughs> <laughs> this is our newborn baby, Grimes. Why didn't you name him Van Heelsing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations, Wes Jensen. 
Wes Jensen. Yeah. Wes, oh, Wes. Yeah, Wes, Wes Jensen, yeah. yeah. He's all around all the time. All right, guys, that's it for yeah, Frozen Frontier uh, this week. We could do shout-outs for ages. Yeah, Sean? Yep. Uh, discussion thread is up. So discussion you can go ahead and up. over to the subreddit, r slash koibu, and uh, discuss the episode there. All right. That's it, guys. We will see you in a couple of weeks for some more Frozen Frontier. Bye-bye. See you, guys. Bye.